You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. and welcome to ring post radio the only show that is not only better than every other podcast but they're sat down and gave you three hours last week and i don't actually don't know if we'll go to three hours this week but we got a lot of great topics today a lot of great wrestling to talk about today some not so great wrestling but a lot of hot takes to give to you while you're drinking your hot tea and biscuits shout out to our england fans uh, I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the one and only Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? Oh, Ryan, I got, I got, hmm, uh, you know what? I got adrenaline in my soul, Ooh, Ryan. baby. Uh, I was going to you know, do the whole song like I did last week because I was told that I could sing the whole song, and I definitely didn't mean to. But uh, by the way, great song. Uh, but all right, I'll do the whole thing. No, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Uh, but. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania ended at like twelve oh six. Yeah, midnight. Despite only being six match show, <laughs> <laughs> not well, only a good six. It ultimately match ended up being seven, but yeah, and ultimately seven match show supposed to be eight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So that made me tired, and then you know my dumbass wakes up at. 3 30 a.m mm-hmm. to watch the cinderella tournament live and that was great it, it would have you know watching something like that it's kind of like uh i was like this is what march madness feels like for people that like care after the first round i'm, per- I'm sure um and it was great so it was worth it i have three hours of sleep total uh, i pretty much didn't have sleep last week either so uh this should be uh this should be uh yeah yeah, yeah if, if you're one of those people that enjoyed Scotty last week, uh, get ready. I, I, th- yeah. <laughs> oh, that, come on. That was last week. We got three hours. No, that's the, I told you, it's never leaving. Oh, sh- oh, shit. I totally forgot that NXT TakeOver also happened. I, I'll, I'll throw that in part of the WrestleMania weekend. Um, um, Ryan? Yeah? Ryan? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a TakeOver. You're right. You're right. It, we were only standing and delivering. <laughs> We were not taking over. We were only standing and delivering. I only deliver for the flag. Okay. Speaking like a real Texan. (laughs) Speaking like a, what was that band before the WrestleMania? The the America Beautiful, whatever the uh, band. The Blake, uh, Blake something. Was yeah. it Blake? I don't know if it was Blake. Blake. I don't really care what his name was. I'm not going to lie to you. Blake Christian, Blake Shelton. No, Blake, Blake, Blake Christian's a wrestler. Blake, Blake Shelton's too famous for that. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, I could believe. Blake okay. Bortles, former Jacksonville Jaguars QB. There you go. That's a get. That's that's a, two steals in one night for WWE. You get Blake Bortles and you get Cody Rhodes. <laughs> ah! Sorry, I had to get that in there. Yeah, you blast we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, we uh lots of wrestling. Lots of wrestling. I've uh I've been writing about it a lot. I've been 
waiting to talk about it a lot. I think I'm doing a live show after WrestleMania tonight, and I was thinking about it last night. I was like, damn, why couldn't I have done it night one? I was like, why couldn't I have been invited for night one? Night, now, If it was night one, you would have just not gone to sleep at all. No, that's true. That's true, and probably the good thing I didn't do it. Um, but to be fair, my, like, my adrenaline, this isn't, like, a joke. Like, I actually, like, I was kind of, like, hyped up. And I happened to have adrenaline in my soul. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, it was like, because, because this is, this is what WWE did for the first time in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight mirrors, maybe. They just like gave me great, great match. A real legitimate WrestleMania moment, mm-hmm. a match that I will like watch again and again and again because it was it's legitimately like a special one to me. And then whatever the fuck that main event was, and then the real main event, which was you know of course a match. I don't think anyone anyone actually believed, even if we heard the rumors. So yeah, that's where I'm at. And we also had. You know, an amazing Ring of Honor show on Friday, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had Stand and Deliver yesterday, which I thought was better than probably anyone expected because, you know, you go into the 2.0 shows and you're like, yeah, you know, it was definitely better than anyone expected. And there was a lot of other wrestling that we'll kind of touch on. So I'm going to shut up so we can get to that. No big news other than what happened on the shows, so let's get to the proper shows themselves, starting off with the granddaddy of them all, right? The most stupendous night one of WrestleMania 38. Damn it. I was trying to think of the most absurd show from WrestleMania weekend to toss in there, and I could not think of one. We'll be talking the only show, the only, the most important show that took place Saturday night. JCW versus LA Fights. I was going to say the only, the most important show that took place Saturday night, Unsanctioned Pro Mulligan. Here we go. Strap in. What were your thoughts on Cole Radrick versus Mike Bailey? Didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right i had more i had other things to watch and it was wrestlemania 38 what so even though i could have skipped the first hour that's true i could have watched unsanctioned pro and uh watch uh this instead i think i think cole uh cole Radrick versus mike bailey actually went on as the cody news as the cody match was happening oh uh, that's like death to them sorry 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 <laughs> What is this? Yeah. You're doing a Canadian accent? Canadian, yeah. Uh, is that your Mike Bailey impression? Oh, wow. Shit. Got me there. <laughs> Got me there. All right. WrestleMania 38, night one, or as they like to call it, Saturday. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they did call They do. I, I do like that they're calling it WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday instead of like, I want a night two. Yeah, because it, it leaves them open to have a night three, and that because night three would be ridiculous. Please don't say that. Please don't. <laughs> well, say that. you know, you can make you know 140 ticket sales over the weekend. We already so have what WrestleMania we... Raw and WrestleMania SmackDown and WrestleMania Backlash. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the WrestleMania is all over the place. Well, WrestleMania Saturday took place Arlington, Texas, AT and T Stadium, seventy seven thousand eight hundred ninety nine fans in attendance. Is reported. Yeah, bullshit. This is reported. 
Uh, I believe WrestleTix, as of before the show, was like something more like 60,000. So I will say, I will say before we, uh, you know, stop talking about the uh, number of audience members, they were loud for whoever, for whatever amount was in there. Mm-hmm. It was a great crowd. It was the best WWE crowd since, I guess, Mania last year counts, right? Because that was the first live show in a year. And even then, that was like 20,000 people. Right. And I think this is, I just think this was so much better. I just thought, uh, they made every moment feel like a moment, which is, you know, what you want out of these shows. And like, I walked away from this WrestleMania with three WrestleMania moments. Can't name the last time I had one WrestleMania moment on a show, on a WrestleMania, like legitimate, ah, uh, Kofi probably. Yeah, that, and even then, that's what that was. What twenty nineteen? Yeah, WrestleMania thirty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's years ago. You know, the pandemic yeah. 2021, I don't remember anything from that. I actually, well, the only thing I remember right now is Drew McIntyre versus Big Show. And that was the main event of Raw. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was the, and that was the dark match of WrestleMania. Um, last year's WrestleMania? Um, I remember oh, Drew wow. McIntyre going out and then getting beaten. That was fun. I remember oh, Roman uh, pinning two people. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. That was a great match. That was a moment. No, that's a moment. I'll give them that. That was absolutely a WrestleMania moment. But they had multiple on one show, and I don't know the last time they had multiple. No, yeah. And I was speaking to the point about, like, the fans and attendance as well. Probably probably the biggest crowd since pre-pandemic, since that Kofi Mania WrestleMania. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, No doubt about it, because they were half last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is insane. 77,000 people, 65,000 people. SummerSlam was also packed. Let me see if I can look up SummerSlam. That was what, 2022 still? No. Yeah, but it it didn't feel like what this did. It just, last night actually felt special. Like, it felt like WrestleMania. And I I think the way, like, this is my best way to say it. For the first three matches, three matches that did not fucking matter to anyone on the face of the earth, the crowd was hot for them. Like Drew McIntyre doing the damn like three, two, one. They were so loud for that. Mm-hmm. It was in unison. It was perfect. And like I'm happy they ended the match with that because it was dumb on their part if they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but that 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 was the moment I was like, okay, so we got we got a real crowd here. Like this is this is the crowd. If they give a shit about this. They're going to give a shit about, you know, stuff we give a shit about. Um, I do have, I do want to make a fun point after this when we get to the match, but uh, yeah, just a, what a, what a, what a wild, crazy night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's talk about it. Let's, you know, I, I, I typically, <laughs> I was going to start, let's talk up with probably, I don't know what's the biggest news item, but if you're a WWE fan of 20, 30, 40 years, this is probably the biggest news item for you, definitely. So the main event, and you know, know, there are obviously reports that this was going to be the main event and everyone was sort of making fun of it for for fair reason. You know, it's a talking segment. Who gives a crap? (laughs) Um, But there, you know, it's WWE. Why would they be doing a talking segment as the main event? Uh, it also makes sense for it to be the main event if it was just there, because you could argue that Stone Cold is one of the reasons they sold all these tickets. Um, mm. 
Uh, well, seeing the uh, Seth mystery match didn't get announced till Monday. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they're kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, the way they booked this show. Oh uh, yeah, that, that goes. But it ended up being great, so I don't care. Yeah. So this was, of course, the KO show. Kevin Owens bringing in Steve Austin, probably the loudest pop of the night. Um, easily, probably the at the last pop of the night. Right, rivals the, easily. Yeah, right. I think Cody rivals him, which is crazy to say. <laughs> that, too, but also, and I think also like. Well, I have so many thoughts on Cody and WWE. Well, one of them is that like there is nothing more emblematic than Cody Rhodes joining WWE and getting a similar pop to Steve Austin, and both of them get bigger pops than probably anyone else on this entire roster. Um, Without a shadow of doubt, at least on this night. Um, yeah. yeah, just insane. But Steve Austin comes out. Kevin Owens says that he doesn't want to f- to talk to him. Uh, he wants to fight him in a no holds barred match. Steve on Austin asks the crowd. The crowd say, "Nah, we're okay." Just kidding. The crowd says, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" And the crowd comes out. Uh, Steve Austin goes for it, and they go for nearly fourteen minutes. Steve, that's my that's my Brian Alvarez impression. Nearly fourteen minutes. minutes. Steve Austin no holds barred match wrestling. This guy is 57 years old. You get you say 57, but you gotta add the fact he has no knees. Has uh, no knees. Would, no knees, no neck, no back. No back. But what he does have is balls. It's to go out there and wrestle in front of 77,000 people. After 19 years. And it's not just that. It's the fact that the amount of bumps he took. This man took a suplex yeah. onto the floor. It, yeah. not, and not on the padded floor. His, like, first proper back bump of the night. You know, he ran into the post and really sold that. And, you know, did all this other stuff. His he first, sold everything like that. His <laughs> first proper back bump of the night is a suplex onto the unpadded cement floor on the outside. His yeah. first bump. What Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh I one adored all of this, loved it all. Like the match could have been I thought the match was very entertaining, very good. Like the, the it was a perfect brawl. Mm-hmm. Um but like the match could have sucked ass and it still would have been amazing, right? Yeah, you, you get, it's, it's it's Steve Austin wrestling, and you're like, holy crap! Just my like my level of like anxiety and excitement all mixed into one as that segment built of like, okay, okay, they're just gonna talk, and you know, you see Stone Cold come out with the uh, braces on his knees, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, so they're gonna brawl. You he's, know, he's wearing brawl. boots. And you're like oh. probably gonna brawl around the ring, and uh, you know, I didn't. I wasn't convinced the match was happening until that goddamn bell rang. I I, I mm-hmm. truly did not think it was going to happen until it rang. And then I was like, holy mother of God, it actually is happening. Yeah. Um, I thought Kevin Owens, I think, I think a lot of people are going to absolutely give Stone Cold Steve Austin credit as they should. He's 57 years old with, you know, his knees gone and everything. And he's out here, you know, taking bumps and having a, you know a great main event that's worthy of wrestlemania but you don't do this without kevin owens 
Kevin Owens did everything in his power. One, to make Stone Cold Steve Austin look great. But two, put on an entertaining match with him. You know, they traded punches back and forth, the back and forth. Kevin took some big-time bumps on the stage with double suplexes on the uh, floor. They did. You know, he had a stunner on Stone Cold Steve Austin, the ring, which was a great moment. Like, you know, you kind of were like, okay, well, he's not going to win, but, like, maybe. Maybe he kicks out and then ultimately, you know, the per I kind of love the finish where he goes with the chair and he smashes it off the rope, hits himself in the head, then boom, stunner. It was, uh, you know, I already had like, I think I had my moment of like, holy shit, holy shit. It actually happened earlier in the night. So this was just like, I never came back down from that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like w- w- once we got to Austin, I was like, I, I don't know how to react. I don't, I don't know how to react. And it was just, it was just great. Um, it was, I don't think anyone could ask for more from this. I really don't. Nah, this is, it will, you know. The only thing you could have asked for is Stone Cold went b- back in time before Owen Hart dropped him on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. O- the only thing you would have asked for is, <laughs> is, you know, is he, you know, is he like, you know, Back, back, no. Is he going to wrestle again? Probably not. Uh, you know, is he on the level of Sting? Eh, eh, right now, eh, pretty, pretty good. I mean, this dude, this, Sting didn't, Sting didn't take nineteen years off. <laughs> Sting didn't take nineteen years off. Uh, Sting uh, only had one real injury, but Sting's also like what ten years older than him. Um, yeah, they're both old. His his selling was great. Yeah, and that's something Steve has always been great at. Convinced me multiple times that mm-hmm. he was actually like dead. Because it, it, it's, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's. I it, mean, we're watching an all-time great do his damn thing. Yeah, like, I, know, I know, I know, I know. But it is, it is such a like you look at like that level of selling from an all-time great like Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin, and you are yeah. just sitting there, sort of like, man, what are they? What are they doing in the performance center, man? Like this guy gets it. He's treating everything like death. He's treating like he, it feels like he's in a fight. It's just God, man. You forget. You forget after not watching him, and even now, it's just how good he wow. is at wrestling. It was um, such a good fight. And then it was on such a good fight. <laughs> I, I think I, I completely agree with you. Kevin Owens played his part very well. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking while I was Great watching it. I was like, man, you know, you, you know, Kevin Owens. His contract's up. He's thinking about maybe <laughs> jumping to AEW. WWE's like, hey, you know, we're going to give you probably some more money. And Kevin Owens is like, well, I, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily about the money for me. You know, I want to, like, wrestle these cool guys and wrestle people I've never wrestled before. <laughs> and, you know, oh, and, and then <laughs> Nick, Khan, Nick Khan wakes up from not sleeping, wakes up out of his cryo chamber because um, he doesn't sleep. Uh, and Nick Khan just says, hey, man. Uh, you know we're in Dallas for WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, you know there's a certain Texan rattlesnake that uh, uh, we're trying to right now convince. Hey, you know, and you know if I'm Kevin Owens, I'm and I'm being told, you know what, at WrestleMania, what if you wrestle Steve Austin? I take that deal. I'll take the more I, money and wrestle Steve Austin. I mean, I, I'm just gonna say it as someone that really loves AEW, what they've done for wrestling. 
Kevin Owens going to AEW, he was never going to top this. Never. No, no one was going to top this. No. You had the you had the 19 year later final, probably final match of Stone Cold Steve Austin's career. And it won. It wasn't bad. It was really entertaining. It was a great fight. And two, you were there with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You knew like, and he, you know, he played the heel part very well mm-hmm. in that of like just it was so easy to get people to boo him because I repeat stone cold, Steve Austin. Yep. Um, but it, it was just, it was perfect. And, you know, I'm so happy. I, that's, that was actually my biggest takeaway from all this. I'm like, Oh man, I'm just happy for Kevin. You know? Yeah. Like he probably wasn't going to get a WrestleMania main event. Otherwise, even if he was, you know, even if he's a world champion again, which I could see happening. I mean, we um, talked about it. it we said that maybe it would just be like a match against Seth, Seth Rollins in some capacity. Yeah. If you trust Kevin Owens to do this, you can easily trust him to be your world champion at any time. Um, you know, just saying. And whenever that second title is free, um, because that will happen, anyone that thinks those things are staying together, they're nuts. Um I think Kevin's definitely got a, he should have a title reign within the next year or two um, because of the work he did really building this by himself. You know, <laughs> he did build it by himself. We're, we're going to talk about two matches where I had to build it by himself yeah. and uh, it, it, it ended up being worth the moments that we got here. Uh, Stone Cold, just, you know, hitting the stunner, uh, hitting Owens twice with the stunner and kind of, you know, the drinking the beer throughout the match was absolutely say. popped me every time. I was like, this is, this is just wild. It's like, I, and, it's like, like, it's such a wild I, idea of just, I'm going to drink a beer, multiple beers throughout the night. I don't know. I was like, why, why are you doing this? Seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. This isn't cardio. Uh, he was trying to uh, numb the pain that, was about to happen is the beer uh, is the beer that light that it's practically water <laughs> it, it's funny because when he was doing the um a, uh, the first you know stopping the mud hole and he was going slow i was like oh boy this might be bad and then like he just was like okay i'm done with counting with the crowd <laughs> and then he just started doing it and i was like okay all right all right we're locked in now we're uh ready to go i i got a little scared that he was gonna try to do the uh spot he did with the rock from onto the oh, so Kevin was laying on the um, announce table. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to try to do the elbow off the barricade like yeah. he did once upon a time, and I was like, "Please don't do that. You don't need to do that." Um, yeah. I mean, think about think about what Stone Cold did. He kicked, he punched, hit two suplexes and stunners. That's all he had to do. Yeah, stomp a mud hole. Drink, you don't drink a beer, bunch of beer. You don't have to do anything when you get it right. You don't have to do the flips. And this is something, you know, I'm going to sound like the old guy here. I'm not, I'm, I'm, we're about to, we're going to talk about like 17 other matches from this weekend alone that had the complete opposite that I liked. Um, But when you get it one, when you have the connection with the crowd, but when you get it, you can do the most simplest form of wrestling and everyone's going to eat it up. And that's what I think that's the disconnect with some is like you need, first of all, you need that connection for it to work. But once you get that connection, you don't need the flips. You don't need the big moves. You just need fists, a good opponent. And you know, the story 
the story of the match, which was, you know, kids don't cold go. And boy, oh boy, could he go one more time. Uh, you know, he wasn't going to come back unless he could prove it. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't going to come back unless he could give a match that was worth it. And unlike Shawn Michaels, unlike Goldberg, Stone Cold Steve Austin walked in there and had one more great match, one more great WrestleMania moment. And uh, it's one that I don't think anyone will ever forget. That's a WrestleMania moment right there. Mm-hmm. I think I think what you just said was the exact almost the exact same thing Cody said after his match in like a, one of those WWE videos where he talked about like he he said specifically that like it's 2022 every wrestler can do every wrestling move but yeah. it's it's not about that if everyone can do the wrestling moves then it's about the crowd connection it's about what you can do to get the crowd into you you know everyone can you know every, you know if 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 you know cash wheeler can do a freaking 450 splash you know there's a there's a reason he doesn't do it it's because he doesn't need to for his thing to get the crowd into him wrestling he doesn't need to do a 450 splash you know all these wrestlers can do all the stuff they're training all the time they're born center they're doing everything and everybody can do everything at any point in time but it's not about that it's about that crowd right. connection and steve austin has ah. it um do you I want to be the the conscientious. Oh yeah. I want to be the I want to be the devil's advocate. Is it at all a bad idea that Kevin Owens didn't win, or is it do, does not matter because it's the main event against Steve Austin? Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, matter. it doesn't. Matter. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> one one he got the little like oh I have a bad back thing in there so like. He, he, there you he, go. He defended himself. Yeah. Now now he's just gonna be like the classic oh, I had a bad back going into it mm-hmm. you know the, i didn't know we were gonna fight around the building you know that's the that's that's your getaway but he doesn't even need a getaway it's again it's stone cold steve austin two stunners you have to remember kevin owens lost in like a minute to goldberg once upon a time that didn't ruin him mm-hmm. so look at him now you know kevin owens is kind of like one of the few people on this roster that i feel you can put him through all this shit and he's still going to come back and be a popular act and all that stuff. Like we've seen it time and time again, Kevin Owens spent pretty much a year doing nothing. And he was still one of the most over people on the roster. Cause he's Kevin Owens. He just has a natural connection. And I'm telling you, he deserves that another title reign. Yeah. Um, I think where he's not connected to someone else, you know, I loved him and Jericho stuff, but he deserves the title reign where it's just him. He could shine, uh, but he had he they had the trust in him to deliver, and he did that. Do you think this is Steve Austin's last match? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I think he wanted to retire in Dallas, Texas. That was kind of the little story he told before. My first match was in Dallas, Texas. My last match could be in Dallas, Texas. And I think that's kind of like okay, mm-hmm. as long as I could deliver because he didn't want to come back unless he could deliver one more match. He went through a lot to deliver one more match in this, but I don't. I don't think so. Uh, he it's not one. He's not like he probably needs the money. Probably got paid a lot of money, but he definitely doesn't need the money. I don't think. Uh, I think this was just kind of the perfect situation for them, yeah. where one they could convince him to, you know, they had a guy that was doing a stunner that could easily be hated, that could you know 
mm-hmm. go toe to toe with him. You know, not he's not nearly as good as Stone Cold on the mic, but he's a really good mic guy. Probably the best they have right now, truthfully, in the entire company. If I was to think about it, I'm not gonna sit here and think about every person they have in the company, but I think it was just a perfect situation where everything lined up, and uh, you know, it it was perfect, right? Yeah, we yeah. we watched it. It was perfect. And then next year, you know, at uh, an LA at the SoFi Stadium, we'll probably get Dwayne to show up as well, and that will be also very very good. I have to imagine. Um, speaking of crowd connection, let's talk about the next match. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, SmackDown women's title match. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? Uh, I was, I was, I mean, I'll be, can I say something? I was, yeah, I, I was kind of into it in the sense that it was Charlotte Flair. I don't know what it is about her, but recently, but Charlotte, I mean, I, honestly, that's kind of like what Charlotte Flair's best matches are. Charlotte Flair's best matches are always matches that feel like they are on the verge of falling apart. <laughs> and that they're always like, you know, like they're just it it feels like dumb jock wrestling with Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? That that's what it feels like when I watch Charlotte Flair matches. I also think that this was probably Ronda's best match since returning, easily. Well, yeah, I was not saying. And uh, <laughs> I would maybe say best in her career, maybe. Uh, I will, based off of my memory, I don't know if I'd have it better than... Best singles least. match, at least. Singles match, uh, at least. I liked her first one with Charlotte that she had. In Survivor Series, from what I remember. Mm. I liked her match with Sasha, too. That was also very that good. I, from what I remember. So I probably still have those two above, but this was pretty good. Do um, we ever get that I mean, Becky Ronda singles match? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, we did not, so I didn't have to think about that one. Um, what did you think okay. of the match? I, okay. I, I think I will admit, I'm I, I based on cage match alone, I'm higher than other people. I think... One, it suffered. <laughs> it suffered from the spot it was in. Yeah, it, it got the dead spot. Yeah, after probably being the WrestleMania main event until like Monday, mm-hmm. it got the dead spot. So that was tough. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just yeah. a terrible sandwich situation for them. Um, Charlotte, I don't. She's. I don't know what kind of wrestler she is because sometimes she's like good. Yeah. But other times I'm like, I've never seen someone regress as much as Charlotte Flair. Like every how do you do a moonsault in every single one of your <laughs> matches and never fail to miss? It, it's incredible. And the poor announcers have to be like, oh, you know, she she didn't get that one. Ooh, no, she, she didn't get that one. I watch her float over her. Ah, just like Charlotte bothers me. Like the, the moonsault the gets worse every match she does. Every single match. I've never seen someone regress like this. And I thought Ronda, you know, played her part very well. Yeah. Um, I think she should have won. I think the the finish was, you know, terrible. Thank God this wasn't the WrestleMania main event. Uh, because oh boy, that would have stunk. Mm-hmm. I could see them uh do the rematch on like an episode of SmackDown though for Fox. I could see that happen. No, nah, it'd be WrestleMania uh, backlash, baby. Great, awesome lovely uh yeah i guess so but 
uh the match was fine i mean i i was on such a high i did not remember like this match was just like happening i was like whatever <laughs> yeah i i i understand that like i'm completely high cage match has it like 5.57 which what well it's not that bad <laughs> two uh, well that's that's they're basically saying it's like a 2.5 2.75 stars i think i definitely don't think it was that bad um yeah no i i i i thought it was, i enjoyed it i i'm i'm like you know when i got into it like so i saw the moon salt it's and it, i was like what the fuck but I really got into it after that. It, to me, it's just dumb jock wrestling. It killed in the spot it was in, but it's just dumb jock wrestling. These people, like Charlotte's Flair's best matches. You go back to the Sasha feud, all the way back to the 2016 Sasha feud. Her best matches are ones that are constantly fall. It, it's not falling apart, but they feel like she is on the verge of just killing her opponent. In, in a like she is so f- bad at what she's doing in, in terms of safety that she's just like feels like she's dropping people on their heads and just wrecking people and like shooting them like it all looks as legit as possible and looks terrifying and i don't want to take any of her spots except the moonsault i'll take the moonsault uh <laughs> all day you know that's that's Hello? i'll take that pillow salt yeah because she lands as if there's a pillow in between the opponent and her even though there's nothing mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean, I'm so sick of Charlotte that like I don't care. Like yeah. I wasn't gonna, I I barely cared about this match going into it, and after what happened before that, back to back, I was like, I really don't care now. It's it's such WWE. It's the problem with WWE is that they think Charlotte Flair is like the big, yeah, thing, and they also think. I mean, to be fair, Ronda, you know, it's Ronda, but I also think Ronda, Ronda, but it's second run Ronda. It's not first run Ronda. Yeah, you know, she yeah. all all of them. The mystique. I mean, just look at any of the booking, any of the the star power of Ronda here. Any of the mystique the of Ronda Rousey is, is gone because she's in her yeah, second. You can say mystique, but hell, there's there's the missing part that is Becky Lynch. That was what made half of the mystique so good in the first run is like the build to that match, mm-hmm. um, which started you know, at Evolution, I think, kind of it was slightly teased. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we never got that singles match, and I just never felt this was a natural fit. And uh, I mean, they they went out there and had a better match than I think anyone expected. So, yeah, I mean, the build was crap, uh, and they were able to have a a decently yeah. good uh, clusterfuck of a match. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I would describe it. Um, let's move on to next match. Seth Rollins. He comes out with a bunch of children for some reason. Uh, he comes out to the ring. Uh, bam, 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 bam. lights. Whoa, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he is very good at this ridiculous role. <laughs> it's terrifying that he's good at this, but he's very good at this. I want to give him that credit. Um, and I want to give the credit of building again, building the match all by yourself. Just by you know being kind of insane and being like, I need my WrestleMania moment. I need it. I need my match. And you know he fails and fails and fails. And then he's like, Oh, Vince is gonna fire me. And then Vince is like, Why don't you just ask? Like you're one of our biggest stars. I like I like how I like how Vince big mans him and just like you freaking idiot. <laughs> Why you yeah. could have just asked me? Classic Vince big man and people. And then I but I also real quickly. 
I'm just I'm just thinking about it. I like the idea. It is like big timing Seth Rollins and being like, you could have just asked me. But it's also like establishing Seth Rollins character. Well, it's also I'm I'm thinking of like how much Cody has to do with it and Seth Rollins and Vince yeah. or whatever the storyline of this all is. Because what it also does is establish Vince as the Booker in a weird way, yeah, you know, which is true. Uh, it's what works in a number of ways like this match. I think it all it all worked out perfectly. Um so yeah, so Seth Rollins is sitting there in the ring. He's like, "Where? Come on. Get out of here. Where are you?" And it's just like, "Oh, lights." The dim. crowd was the crowd was buzzing, okay? The crowd was buzzing because they're like, "Is it him?" Is the it crowd not? was a, a lit fuse that was going all the way yeah. to a bomb. Then the fuse lit up even more in the ring uh-huh. with the fireworks go down the <laughs> ramp, shoot fireworks all over the place. And then, and then they hit the. No, they hit the. I can't oh, believe they right. did it. You're right. Wrestling has more than one. Royal family. The, the thing that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can't believe they they had to have done it. Obviously, bat, 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 adrenaline in my soul. Holy fuck! It's Cody Rhodes. That was me. Do it all to get them, get on them their off feet. their feet. He did it. He did it. He got them off their feet. The crowd oh, he got was here. And, and the way, okay, I need to give them credit for this because, you know, they can do terrible production a lot of the time. But the commentator said nothing. They said zero. Yeah. Zilch. Yeah. Nothing. They just let you feel the moment. And then the way they go up the ramp, up into, like, Cody just rising. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Shit, this guy feels like the biggest motherfucker around. Like, <laughs> like this, he's he feels like he's on the Roman Reigns level, the Brock Lesnar level. I mean, we were saying it. He might have had the loudest reaction with Stone Cold Steve Austin of all people. He had that reaction. He felt like the biggest star in the building. And that's really his story, though. Yeah. He left after WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. Mm-hmm. In Dallas, this exact same place. He left his stardust, a broken down man who had no shot of winning the world title in WWE. He left. He, he, people called him a mid-carter, and I was like, bro, he's like a low mid-carter at best. The man yeah. was stardust. He got his ass out of there. He rebuilt himself. He became the American Nightmare. He went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He went to Ring of Honor. He became Ring of Honor World Champion. He became MWA champion is a world champion world's world's champion champion. (laughs) oh mwa world's champion he started a goddamn company to compete against wwe just for him to turn it all around and walk back into the place he left Mm -hmm. 10 times the star he was when he originally left probably 10 times the money too (laughs) probably 10 times the money and he walks in as the biggest motherfucker around. Yeah. Music, logo, everything. <laughs> this shitty ass logo. I love it. I don't even, I don't even hate the logo if it wasn't on his fucking neck, yeah. but it's on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, man, come, on, come it, on. If it was any other spot on his body, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, not on his body at all. Like, you know, <laughs> a big old normal. back tat. But, but, <laughs> He he bet you know he bet on himself. He walks in, has this entrance where yep. I'm just sitting there like, wow, th- th- this 
is a WrestleMania moment. This right here, um, and and the way again the commentary team, which you know often can suck, um, they sold this match when they got to the match. You know, saying this is Dusty's top disciple. You know, legitimately, that's what Seth Rollins was. He was the first NXT champion, mm-hmm. Dusty's NXT champion. Yep, against Dusty's baby boy, and it's like. For me, I was like, you know, when you think about it that way, it's like, man, and this, the way they interacted when Cody got into the ring originally, and I think you said this in the, the Discord of how, like, after that first eruption yes, of, you know, just holy shit, he's here. They, the, the, you know, the, had, the WWE crowd knew that this yeah. was a big moment. They knew right. that have seen Cody Rhodes come back from AEW, not only start in or, full AEW form, not, not smoke and mirrors <laughs> Cody Rhodes in the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, you know, coming back in that that fashion. Yeah. They knew that was a big deal, but then the crowd died. The crowd oh, died. But the crowd died in a good way. Like yes. there's a so there's a good way of dying and there's a bad way of dying. Correct. There's the Charlotte silent. versus Ronda way of dying mm-hmm. where they're just dead and they they just can't get back into it. And then there's the dying of okay, we had that big moment. We're kind of you know they're tired. We're tired, but can they get it back? And, and they got it back. And you saw in real time yeah. Cody Rhodes win over the WWE yeah. fan base. Yeah. And with, and, and, and and what did he do? How did he do that? And how did he win them over? By fucking wrestling, baby. Yeah. I, I already know I'm the high guy on this compared to literally everyone on Twitter. Literally everyone I've seen. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, wearing, you're wearing the shirt. You're wearing the shirt for God's sake. I'm wearing the shirt. Are you going to get the Pharaoh shirt? No. That was, no. <laughs> no. Uh, there was just something just something watching this match you know from start to finish i was like this this is like this is why i watch professional wrestling yeah like it, it just gave me a feeling of like it was one of those feelings where i was like oh you know i'm a kid again like this is just cool this is awesome like i'm watching this and i'm biting on every near fall on every pedigree moment and you know all the shebang like when set you know does the uh power bomb into the freaking barricade like, oh he's dead cody got his ass kicking this by the way he had red marks everywhere his forehead his yeah. forehead I, I was like the, the man was like as close to bleeding as he could have like, been i was like did, Co- did seth just like go into business for himself like, like what the seth, hell happened seth like kicked him in the face yeah. or like shoot stomped him and and again seth i gotta give credit to seth because he played the entire role up into the match itself mm-hmm. He played it perfectly um, and, you know, kind of just crazy hearing them say the American nightmare here on WWE television. I'm like, well, yeah, what is happening? Uh, but I mean, he has the one comment of welcome to the, welcome back to the big leagues kid, which I didn't think was a big deal. I think it was a comment that was always going to happen. Right. Well, it's that, just, that was the only comment that not, yeah, not a, not a single AEW words. No, didn't even didn't reference it. the company just that he was gone for six years over and over again. Yeah. That I would have, ha- I would have expected, I would have bet yeah. money that Corey Graves would have said a forbidden door reference. Didn't yeah. say that. No, I think they At, did it perfectly. The only thing we got was Seth 
lightly alluding to it by saying yeah. welcome to welcome back to the big leagues or whatever. Which is like something Seth has done multiple times to multiple wrestlers in the last six years. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's something he said to people. Is like he is, said I'm, it to Will Ospreay. Yeah, he says it to everyone, and. I I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, the match was like kind of just like a dream for me. Like Cody, it's funny because you know, four four or five months ago, we were like, "All right, Cody, like who cares? Who cares? Just go he go heal. Just yeah. you know, change it up." This this guy said, "Yeah, I'm not gonna change heel. I'm just gonna go somewhere else and be a bigger baby face, and you're gonna like it." And that's what he did. Uh, I loved I loved the match. Absolutely adored the match. I thought. They, you know, everyone, I saw people could play like, oh, you did so many crossroads. Way to nuke the move. I was like, I don't give a shit. This is the Cody way. This is the Cody Rhodes way. People. It's WWE. Uh, yeah, well, it's WWE, but it's also, this is the Cody Rhodes way. He he hits crossroads like it's nobody's business. It's and, also, it's also like, you know, in Cody Rhodes and AEW, every, any, any yeah. big match Cody. Yeah. Everyone's kicking out of that first crossroads. Yeah. That's what big yeah. match Cody is. Well, that's what big match wrestling is nowadays. Anyways, like that's also true. It's very rare you hit your move once and it's over. Um, and when he hit the bionic elbow, I mean, come on, that's, yeah, yeah. I knew it was gonna come, but I was like, ah, I mean, come on. that's everything I wanted. Um, and then he ultimately wins it with three crossroads to Seth Rollins, and it, it was just, it was just perfect. Um, of course, they released an interview. After uh, Variety, I believe, released it like yep. right when his entrance hit. Yep. Um, and you know, all the news sites were on that while he was, you know, doing his damn thing in there. Uh, and eh, some of it was pretty telling. And I think the biggest thing was like he went to, you know, Nick Khan, Bruce Pritchard, and Vince McMahon. Is like, listen, I'm the best wrestler in the world. Do I believe? Does anyone actually believe Cody Rhodes is the best wrestler in the world? No, no. But when it comes to selling yourself as something like that, Cody Rhodes is very good at that. He always has been. He always will be. He can sell himself to an audience and he will make it work. That's something he really learned when he left. Yeah. Is that he, he can make it work. He has to sell the idea that, Hey, Vince, Bruce, Nick. Yeah. Get out of your cryo chamber. Uh, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Let yeah. me do what has worked. Yeah. You know, like, like I was away for six years and built it up to this point. I know what to do. I know how how to present yourself. I know what to do. Look at the other company and look at all the stars that I helped make over there. Yep. I know what I'm doing, man. Trust me. And it and that's a lot of trust that they have to yeah. give this guy. And I definitely think um, people are going to be like, oh, you know, Cody's not that big of a star, blah, blah. It's undeniable now. You hear that pop? What are you talking about? Like, no one, if you had any doubt how Cody could come back one night, one night, I don't care what happens after this, because let's let's be honest, not all of us are going to really see that on a week-to-week basis. He had the moment. He proved that he's that star. I don't know how anyone in WWE sees that and says, oh, you know what, we're going to, you know, send you you the uh, U.S. title picture. No, I don't. I just, at least for these first couple months, I don't see it happening. Yeah. I think, I think there's a plan in motion with Cody. Mm-hmm. I think they have an entire, you know, I, I don't think, I don't it. think Cody would have signed if there was not 
a plan. No, he probably said, I need you to plan me this. Give me a year. This and this. Plan, give me give my, me, yeah. what's a year? Give me a year. Yeah. And if, and he probably has options to get out of it. He probably, there's probably a lot in that contract. We do know he will be executive producing his father's uh, biography episode for A&E, on A&E which is cool. That'll mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. Um, because I liked those actually. I thought the A&E uh, series were pretty good and it, you know, it's good to have Cody on for dust, uh, the dusty stuff. And now we get to see a lot more dusty stuff. I've yeah, I already noticed. I mean, they started releasing t-shirts for him this week, which mm-hmm. could have given away, <laughs> you know, what's happening here, but it, it, it was perfect. You couldn't have made all of that work better. I really don't think you could have. Uh, it, it was just, and I'm happy they saved the surprise, by the way. Yeah. They didn't waste it on raw. You know, Jacksonville Raw, Madison Garden Raw. That maybe like a hundred thousand more people watched because of it. No, you waited for WrestleMania, where if you're gonna have the biggest crowd possible watching your show, it's there, no matter what. Um, yeah, no, uh, including in that uh, press release from Cody Rhodes, it also says that he's inked a multi-year deal. Doesn't say how many years or anything. I'm sure news outlets are are working hard to figure out what the details of the contract are. I wouldn't be surprised if he has that six month Ray Mysterio clause of like, Hey, if I don't like you in six months, I'm leaving. Um, I'm sure he's got pitched a year and all this other jazz, but yeah. to go into the idea, you know, before we talk, you know, about all those things, you know, it's the entire, this entire match was very emblematic of what WWE should be right now. Letting these wrestlers feel huge, having yeah. them go out and wrestle really good matches and win over the audience and trusting the wrestlers to do so. Yeah. And ha- and calling the and having the commentary team call it down the middle. I thought yeah. the commentary team was great in this match. Yeah, this is they the best. Threw, they I, threw jokes out the room. This is the best I've heard them in a long time. It's the best, I think, uh, I forget, the Jimmy Smith. Yeah. I think it's the best match Jimmy Smith has ever called. I don't think he's – I've never really, like, been a big fan of his, um, but I thought he was perfect here too. Yeah. It, it's it's such – it's such this – imagine. Imagine, Scotty. I made a tweet about this. I need to find it. WWE could have been like this for the past decade. They could yeah. still be like this, and they have they all the, the fucking money in the world to be like this. And they, they can do this they at thrown, any moment. They have thrown billions, I'll say, of dollars out the window by not being this. Yeah. Now, for the WWE audience, we'll have to properly see, um, based on television ratings and stuff, if this Cody character and this Cody ideal of wrestling and everything does work for the WWE audience or is the audience too sports entertained at this point that is going to be a real test Cody is a guy that I don't want to put all of the pressure on him but this guy has the chance to rewrite and redirect wrestling for this company if he's a money mover at once if he's a money mover, if he sells the tickets, sells the merch, does all this other stuff, 
if he's able to get over other talent and be booked very well and looked all this stuff, this guy will change wrestling for this company and will make this stuff more important. There should be people flying back and forth. This isn't going to be the last AEW guy over here. No. I think, you know, bring in Preston Vance. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, there, there's going to be other people that are going to be over here. There's going to be tons you, of people over here. Now you're going to have AEW Nightmare Factory students want to go up the NXT system too. There's going, it is, this has a lot of potential, has a yeah. lot of potential. And I'm very interested to see how the WWE universe, the audience, the sports entertainers, that fan base who we have been talking past each other for a, a decade now. I wonder if they will now have to be taught wrestling again and will they hear it that's the question because they've Uh, been fucking flushing viewers down the drain for years you got let's bring them back let's make let's let's enjoy all wrestling and i don't want to sit down and hate watch a television product yeah um i think you you know you knocked on the head they can do this whenever they want to they can they can it's just a matter of them wanting to, and when I say them, I mean Vincent Kennedy McMahon letting his talent be talent. Yeah. They don't always get to be talent. And now, you know, they don't get to be talent. Roman Reigns gets to be talent, but that's it. That's it. Brock, no one else Brock, gets to be talent. Brock gets to be Brock talent. Too, but Brock's a different, you know, Brock's a different being in terms of just who Brock is. Yeah. Uh, what I'm talking about, the talent that's there every single day, it's Roman Reigns. Maybe Becky Lynch, maybe, but not even Becky Lynch, because they made her turn heel when she came back. There is a certain level of importance to this outside of just Cody showing up, and it is that AEW connection of, well, if you book Cody to be, you know, WWE champion in the next three or four months, and he has a big reign, and he's kind of the guy on Raw, you know, because that seems like where we're going yep. based off of just my initial reaction. It sure feels like Cody's going to be, you know, the face of raw. Um, well, you know, Roman's the face of SmackDown because, you know, you give USA network, the hot commodity here, you give Fox Ronda and Roman just like they want. Mm-hmm. And now everyone can be a little bit happier. Um, as much as people want to say, oh, Cody Rhodes isn't a big deal. You know, I'll, you saw the, you saw the, the the tide turn a little bit last night on social media with AW fans kind of be like, ah, oh, yeah, Cody sucks and we don't need him. Yeah. No, you might not need him anymore because you have, you know, the biggest and best roster in professional wrestling. You, just, you, you signed. But you did need him. Th- there's the, you needed him. The tweets going around that Vince basically traded 17 people away just to get Cody Rhodes. That is funny. <laughs> or whatever the whatever the total amount was but but cody rhodes is the reason aw's first year, one of the main reasons aw's first year was so good he was the ace that's what he was people forget i feel like people forget that i because i get it his last six months nine months whatever yeah, it was not great sucked ass <laughs> yeah they were uh they were terrible they were they were trash and i said that uh i don't even know if the show started yet but, but i said past the year have been terrible like it made me forget that I enjoyed Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. but we know that he can do this and that he can have that connection. 
And I think, you know, the booking himself into a corner of never winning the world title probably actually did hurt. Mm-hmm. Because think of think of the think of the match, Cody versus Kenny, that you just kind of gave up there booking wise. Yeah. Like, it, it separated it, it was a good idea for early AEW. Yeah. But as it went along, it was like, well, what else can and we I think do with this guy? I wanted Cody to get that title. I think that one point they would have loved to see him be AEW world champion. The entire time people were just saying, Well, he'll turn heel and then go and become yeah. AEW champion. It never happened. He left. He left. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say before we move on, because I think we've talked about Cody enough. Um uh, Cody's post-match interview that he had on socials and whatnot yeah. was great. It was great. He, you know, you knew he was going to be emotional about this because one, he probably didn't know if it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a big moment of, you know, just coming back where, you know, he started. People people forget Cody Rhodes didn't do anything wrestling-wise before WWE. He walked in like 18 years old. Yeah got his training there he he was he didn't have any outside you know he wasn't indie darling he was he was dusty Rhodes' kid he was tag team partners of hardcore holly hardcore holly never forget it that was his debut he was part of legacy there's a big match he got right there him and randy that's a big match and they're as much as as much as um you know people can be and i think randy's actually having like the like a career renaissance right now just being in a tag team like he's in great matches consistently um but that's a big match you have now you have a lot of big matches with cody Rhodes, um but he comes back uh and in his interview where he's like now i can win the big one that's what i always wanted to do was win the big one you know you can win this title and this title but there's a big one that's what brock and roman are fighting for tomorrow i want to win that big one and I think the moment he wins that big one will be another moment because I think I, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to say, I think Cody Rhodes gets one of the top titles yes. in the next couple of months. I don't think they're, I think he could beat Rome for one of them. I, I really do. I do. Think, I think, he, I, I think they, sh- he should, I think he should, I think they should do the WWE title match. He should win that from Roman. I think that's what they do. I think they can, if they want to, they can keep the universal title on them. I don't really give a shit. Um, you know, beating Romans, beating Roman. It doesn't matter what title it's for. Um, and I think they want to split the titles back up, which is why I'm saying mm-hmm. just do it for the WWE title. Uh, but I think he should. And it'll be a great moment, big moment. And it's everything that I think Cody has always wanted. This is what he's always wanted. He always, he was seen as a future world champion when he was in WWE once upon a time. Mm hmm. Then that kind of fell out. He became stardust and he never was, you know, put in a big spot again. He leaves again, does all that shit. Now he's back. And I think it's coming. And I think for the first time in a long time, there's something legitimately exciting about WWE moving forward. He's got plenty of people who wrestle against Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Bullet Club connection, weird way. Kevin Owens, the man that introduced him to the Young Bucks. Finn Balor. Finn Balor, Bullet Club, Bullet Club as well. Uh, there's a lot of people. I mean, let's Akira Tozawa. Uh, Roman Reigns. Rey Mysterio, all out. 
connection. All in uh, connection, yeah, I mean. That's true. Uh, that's true. Roman Reigns, um, probably not Brock. Reggie, uh, Reggie, Reggie. Cody Rhodes uh, loves Circus Soleil. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Title match. Uh, match of the show. Pretty, uh, pretty good, huh? Pretty, pretty. I need to rewatch this pretty because. Good. Um, I don't know what happened, but I had to do something, so I missed the first like I missed like a like a nice couple minute chunk, and I still thought it was fantastic. Um, er, well, the reason I need to rewatch it is because everyone's saying it's like, so I saw some people say it's the best women's WWE women's match since like, I think someone said Oscar and Ember, um, which is, I don't think is no necessarily no, true no. off the top of my head. I think there's been a lot of great women's matches. I mean, it's probably the best in, women's match since last WrestleMania with Bianca Belair. Right. But yeah. Um, I, what I do know before, you know, I rewatch this, I don't know when I'm going to rewatch this, but I'm going to rewatch it because I, again, missed a couple minutes and I still, you know, walked out of it saying, Oh fuck, that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it probably is an actual show. I mean, I, I took in the entire Cody Seth Rollins thing. Like I didn't miss a single second of that. I was just like locked in, didn't touch a, didn't touch my laptop, didn't touch anything. I was just like, just gotta, just gotta experience this. I gotta do that again for this. Uh, but yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, and let's just, let's just say it like it is everybody. Bianca Belair is one of the best in the world. She is. She's had two ma- and Don't get me wrong. It takes an opponent too. But she's had back-to-back WrestleMania matches where you could debatably say, probably say, she had the best two matches at WrestleMania. I don't think anything's topping it today. I'm going to be very honest with everybody. And I thought it was the best match last year. I thought it was better than the triple threat the next night. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Everything oh, was up to yeah. it. Yeah, and I think Bianca Belair, I, I don't know if they know this, but she is an amazing talent that has developed into a fantastic professional wrestler. And don't get, again, you know, she's wrestled Sasha Banks last year. I think most people agree. Sasha Banks is probably, if not the, you know, top three women's wrestler in the U S she's, I mean, if you look at the, the analytics, she's the top wrestler in that company. Yeah. I mean, I think she's probably the best um, when it comes to in ring, you know, especially with all the people who have left too. Like that, that's that very much, very much well. true. Like, I mean, you lose Daniel Bryan. Come on. I mean, you lose one of the best wrestlers and AJ Styles is not what he once was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you have that match with Sasha, but then you have this match with Becky, which I think is really when I said, okay, she's one of the best, you know, she is one of the best wrestlers in the world because Becky is someone that can be hit or miss. I like a lot of, I like Becky matches, you know, her match with Charlotte, are usually pretty good. I mean, her match with at Evolution was great, um, but Becky doesn't have the track record that a Sasha Banks has match wise. She's more of the character, yeah. and I thought you know these two lived up to the highest. Uh, well, not really. I don't. I guess they didn't have as high expectations going in because everyone just thought of SummerSlam, and that was pretty much everyone booking in their head until t- last night. Um, they actually had a good story going in. I thought the video they played before the match really helped mm-hmm. kind of be like, hey, this is how we got here. 
um and you know it was great because we didn't have to watch all of how we got there mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you, yeah great do match you, do you think this matched match has redeemed SummerSlam for bianca's character i do i actually do um they 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 did not do this on purpose let's just start there yeah they did that moment and they just happened to be like okay well this is the story we're gonna go with i'm sure becky probably played a role in that honestly of like listen if you're gonna do ronda there we have to have this match we have to finish with story because you know becky seems like that kind of wrestler where she doesn't one she doesn't need to and and uh you know becky hasn't lost the title since or she hasn't not been champion in wwe since wrestlemania 35 mm-hmm. like she's been a champion since then and every day that she's been active so that plays a role but i do think it redeemed bianca belair because when the match is over you say okay this is one of the biggest stars they have no, she had her moment, a WrestleMania moment, um, and it was great. It was just a great match. Fantastic. Just a utterly fantastic match. Uh, One I of def- the best women's matches of the year. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think it's the best women's match since Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks' last WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, the stuff they did here was very good. You know, it wasn't perfect. There were things I didn't necessarily like. I'm not a huge fan of the Becky Lynch. I can't figure out what I'm going to do, so I'm going to have a meltdown in the ring. Uh, yeah. I yeah, hated probably... I hated the beginning of this match with, with after the whole SummerSlam uh, debacle, yeah. Bianca Belair goes to shake her hand. Why yes. in kayfabe logic would you do the exact same thing that made you lose a title in 20 seconds in August of last year. Why Why think, in any kayfabe logic would you do that again? So I didn't like I that. I think that is the reason I probably checked out for a few minutes. Because of like that back-to-back. I was like, oh, Jesus. It's like, are you kidding me? I was like, why would you do that? I don't, I, as someone that watches, you know, like stardom, Joshi, whatever, um, when you see like a heel not get the pin, they just kind of keep on it. Like they just go right to the next thing and like, okay, well, if I'm not going to win with that, I'll do this. Yeah. I can't stand the, Oh my God. How did I not win? How did I not win? I don't know. Maybe cause you hit one freaking move. Like maybe that's how you didn't win. Like, I understand you won the first time, but like, no, n- yeah. no, I just, it's it just, and it's not a Becky Lynch thing. This is a, american wrestling <laughs> like this is a very common thing of like oh my god how didn't i win it's just it's very common for heels that are kind of chicken shit to do yeah. and but then it but then it started it, it's what you just said that was the bad chicken, moment though chicken shit heels would do that yeah it's spread to all heels and it's yeah. spread to baby faces Oh, when baby faces do it, I lose my mind. I'm like, it, really? It's, it's something that was just reserved for chicken shit heels, and now everyone does it. Someone in the AEW does it, and that bothers Adam the Cole. Oh, Adam Cole does it. Adam Cole. Yeah, he did it this past. He was does it, it every time. He does it. It's that PC training. I'm like, get it out of your system. Yeah, Go to the next move. Ago. God. Every, yeah, I did, yeah. Adam Cole does it big time, uh, which is bothersome. Um, there's a lot of people that do it now. It's just, it's American wrestling thing. It's not just a NXT thing. I mean, 
it's just that like there's this way too many wrestlers that do it plain and simple um and this was probably i mean i had this in the match after it like neck i have to rewatch this again because i checked out after the little complaining shit <laughs> even though i you know turned around and was like oh that's great yeah um i had these two neck and neck and i again acknowledge i'm the high guy in one of them because that was an experience like i'll never probably if i rewatched cody versus Seth, i'm probably not gonna feel this way i did watching it the first time it's one of those like you just have to watch it live and that's it that's it um yeah. I'll probably watch. I'll probably watch the entrance a million times. I already have, actually. I'm not gonna lie. They posted it on social. I was like, "Well, okay." Um, but by the end, I mean, they had them in the palm of their hand, you know. Yeah. And the finish of Becky going for the uh, manhandle slam and Be- and Bianca doing a moonsault yep. off of the bottom rope and just say. getting her up. I was like, "Man, she's great. She's great. Bianca's awesome." Uh, don't mess her up again. <laughs> don't do it. You have a star. You have a star that isn't the four horsewoman for once. Yeah. Who's now officially beaten two of them, I believe. I don't know if remember if she actually ever beat Flair. She beat Bailey. She did beat Bailey. Did she ever beat Flair? That's it sounds like that might be WrestleMania next year. Is, uh, is yeah. Flair yeah, versus Belair. I don't think they've done that yet. I'll look at I'll look into it. Uh they yeah. did it. They did it once on Raw, but it was like it it ended in DQ. Yeah, uh, and I I don't remember if they did it in NXT. I remember when Flair was in there, Belair was also in NXT and had that famous you don't, you don't even go here line. Um, <laughs> yes, but I don't know if she's ever like necessarily beaten. Yeah, Bianca's Bianca's a star, huh? Um, yeah, no, that match was fantastic. Uh, Belair is great. Uh, Blair has been great. Um, personally, I don't necessarily think this maybe fixes SummerSlam completely. I think it's all about this follow up to really have oh, solved absolutely. all those things. Um, She's probably gonna face Bailey. It's it's the thing though that uh, that was annoying. It's because it's the same thing that happened with was it Bailey maybe or maybe I don't think it was Sasha. I think it was just Bailey. The, the, you know, she's the EST, but we're going to th- sow in seeds of doubt and like, you know, yeah. the, the SummerSlam situation, the, the crying in the ring situation of Bailey, I think is what, what that was. You know, it's just like, I don't yeah. get that out of here. Bianca, Bianca, yeah. I don't, my Bianca doesn't do that shit. No, just have her be cool because she is cool. Like, just have her be natural. And that we, we were just talking about this with Cody mm-hmm. and talent. Just let them be the talent they are. Don't you don't have to go over the top with this shit. And now the other takeaway is now Becky can go back to her probable slow transition back to a baby face. That's yeah. what I'm guessing. Because all roads lead to terminus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that gets that gets us to our next match. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, it's like all roads lead to uh, WrestleMania Hollywood, where you probably do Becky versus Ronda. She sticks around. Becky versus Ronda. Uh, you just flip the main events, and yeah. I think you could do Flair versus Belair, probably yeah. too. I think that's the move. Um, they've wrestled like three times in singles matches, where Cher- or you Charlotte can run won. back Belair versus Sasha. 
Sasha's Hollywood. She's very Hollywood. She's the most famous person in that company right now that's not Brock Lesnar. Nah, well, WWE doesn't see it that way. Even though all of the ratings... Even though they played the damn video in the middle of the fucking WrestleMania, it's like, here's Sasha Banks. She's been in this and this and this and this, and she won an SB, and she's been on The Mandalorian, and she's in a tag team title match tomorrow. And she has <laughs> the highest ratings out of anyone on any of the te- on any SmackDown person? Yeah, by far. Not even close. She's you know your most popular star, but, but she's not Charlotte Flair. She's not a Flair. She's not a Flair. Um, we don't have to talk about the rest of the show. Uh, well, I <laughs> just quickly, Logan Paul and the Miz defeat the Mysterios. Logan Paul, Logan very good. Paul. I don't like. The, I hate the man personally, but I hate the guy. But pretty hey, good. it's pretty good. Pretty good. He had a he had a, he you know he did the three amigos. He had a nice Be- frog splash. Beautiful suplexes. Very yeah. Like, his. I was like, shit, this guy. I think the, he's good. the guy <laughs> can do moves very well. Uh, yeah. He has the idea of selling, but isn't there fully. You know, you know I mean, this is the first match ever. I'm not going to get it. I would, I, and, and we're leading, and the, and the follow up is that we have uh, the Miz and Logan Paul win, and the Miz out of nowhere for whatever fucking reason, which would have made <laughs> sense for the Mysterios to win here, and then the Miz yeah. to back, backtrack yeah. Logan that. Paul. But no, the Miz uh, destroys Logan Paul. Ray Mysterio is so good. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying is we'll probably see Logan Paul versus Miz at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. But yes, the Rey Mysterio is amazing. Yeah. Um, Logan Paul can't stand the guy. But when, you, uh, when you're when you going to do the celebrity shit, right, yep. you, you need the celebrity to actually deliver. And that doesn't always happen. The WWE has been pretty lucky um, past two years. You know, Bad Bunny did what he did. And Logan Paul, you know, he looks one. He looks the part. I mean, he's he wore wrestling attire, which I applauded. I was like, you know, you could have just wore like sweatpants, <laughs> yeah, and been like, you know, really shitty of you, but you could have done that. But he wore attire, and that was cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I give him credit. But yeah, Rey Mysterio is awesome, and Dominic Mysterio is there. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I thought this was, you know, pretty. You know, I thought it was pretty good. You know, not too bad, yeah, not too bad of a match. Drew McIntyre cut through two ropes with a sword after the match. Yeah, I, know, I want that. Don't know why. I want, that, I want the sword to go to hell. Yeah, I, like, think that's, I think that's it for the sword. Drew Drew McIntyre is so much better than a sword, as you could tell by his fan reaction last night. But he needs something. He needs something, and that something's a sword. He has a kilt. That's good enough for me. Uh, and then the opening match of the Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Poor Rick Boogs. Yeah, I mean this match, match is hard. Fell apart. Match fell apart for obvious reason. Rick Boogs tore his quadricep something patella. Uh, basically, he has to get surgery for it uh, immediately. He's getting it today, apparently, according to Michael you Cole from WWE. You knew from when it happened. Uh, they were and, sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade, and he and his knee wasn't hard enough. Apparently, uh, ah. I shouldn't have said that. Cut, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut yeah, it's that, already in the show. I can't, I, can't, I can't edit it. I can't edit it. Uh, but nope. yeah, uh, otherwise, I mean, it became one-on-two on, one on handicap action. It was what it was. But ultimately, uh, you know, slow start to WrestleMania picks up quickly. Uh, and it's just <sighs> sure great. Did. Are you hyped for night two? I'm more hyped for night two now because of night one. Well, it's funny. Night two succeeded in that. Wrestle endeavor. two has a better card. Wrestle two wrestling matches. Wrestle, wrestle two. two. Wrestle two has better. It does have a better card of actual wrestling matches because you got Edge versus AJ, which I think should be pretty good. 
I'm not going to say great like some people are saying. I don't expect it to be like a match of the year. I, even though, you know, Edge still has it, I have no idea what this Hale character is going to be. So Edge, I is just, Edge is just a little too indulgent sometimes. I'm going to be that guy that says Edge isn't the problem for me. I don't know the last time AJ Styles had a great match. I'm going to keep saying it until he has a great match again. Hasn't had one in a long time. In his defense, he's been in the tag team division of Omos. <laughs> I can't think of it before that, though. Boneyard match doesn't fucking count. So don't even say. Uh so that's that's one. Um the tag team match is probably gonna rule because Randy and Riddle are good. Uh Gable and Otis are good and Street Profits. I mean, what's his name's gonna fucking jump out of the ceiling? So that's always cool. Best frog splash of all time. Um so you're saying Johnny like Knoxville will be interesting to watch. That, that's going to be entertaining. Okay, yeah. I saw um, one of the you know writers for Countout put that on his like top ten list of like matches to watch. I was yeah. like, you know what? You convinced me. You convinced me that I actually want to see this. It's probably going to be insane. But Sami Zayn's very good at that insanity. Um, Jackass is funny. So yeah, it was and, Mike, uh, Pat Michael, McAfee. Michael Brennan wrote that for Countout. Yes. Uh, you go to countoutpod.com and read yeah. his article. Shout out. I, um, I think honestly he nailed most of the matches on the head. I think all did. most of the matches, if not all of them that I've seen, were were must see. I think he was like, "Yep, yeah. that's must see." And put they Cody were, and Seth on there. He did. He called it. Nailed it. Um, Pat, Mac- gotta, Pat McAfee's going to surprise people again. He's like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah. this guy's good." Whoa, he's good. Dude, no shit, he's good. He's a former athlete who loves wrestling. Like, this is also his like good. third match, I think. So yeah, third or fourth match. Yeah, I mean he's two for two, and I. I think Austin Theory is pretty competent to make it three for three. Yeah. Um, what else? What and, else besides the big one? And then, of course, New Day versus Ridge Holland Sheamus will be great. Well, Assuming. you know, they'll yeah. lump in with those three that started off yesterday's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that There's is... something else. Oh. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I thought you were talking about the women's tag team title four-way. I was trying to think of that, but I wanted to make it a joke and be like, oh, the, the main event. <laughs> That's WrestleMania Anyways. night one, Saturday night one. We've been talking. Yeah, about we'll that. have our ice cold takes next week. Yes, we will. Um, <laughs> Supercard of Honor, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor took place on Friday night um from garland texas very good show listen just because of one match this is my show of the weekend <laughs> i don't know that's last fair. night was fucking awesome wrestlemania was great but let's talk about the show did you watch hour one at all i watched uh i believe they called zero hour they really? changed they, it they, from hour one no they on cage match they had on cage hour matches one. hour one but they called it zero hour oh that's what AEW calls it i think yeah that's the AEW way baby yeah, so so, uh, hour one is. I got know, some takes good. about hour about hour one. Then go go ahead. Let's talk about hour um, one. Colt Cabana versus Blake Christian. That was fun. That was cool. Seeing Colt back in Ring of Honor is fine. That was not my take. Next, uh, Colt Cabana, very good match. Uh, you're right, completely right. It was fun to see him see Colt Cabana again. It feels yeah. like I haven't seen also, him in years. By the way, Ian Rickabani Caprice still be in the team. Fuck yeah. I was mm-hmm. so happy about that. I was like, ah, please don't get rid of them. Blake if you Christ- got rid of Ian Riccoboni, I was just going to be like, Tony Khan, you were a mistake. Blake Christian <laughs> in one day wrestled for Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan. And- he didn't wrestle for New Japan. Yeah, Lone Star Shoot It, didn't he? No, he did not wrestle Jonah unless they did it after. They did it as a dark match? 
So uh, no, they uh, Kevin Kelly said afterwards they were doing matches tapings. Oh, then that's probably what it was. Yeah, because he because so he tweeted it out. That's where I'm getting it from. Okay, because originally that because originally Blake Christian versus Jonah was scheduled, and then it just didn't happen on the live show, and I was like, mm, interesting. Well, I'm actually interested in that. Uh, um, AQA versus Miranda Alize. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't. Everyone's been saying Tony Khan and women's wrestling just doesn't. It I, doesn't click. I don't. It just doesn't click. I don't know. Miranda Alize wasn't very good at this. Miranda Alize is hit or miss. Yeah. I AQA is still very new. I don't. She's not Roxy. I'll tell you that. No. AK is Roxy. Can I be honest about AKA for a second? She's not very good. She's not that very good. And I I I think she is a prospect, but like yeah, all, all I've seen from her is that she has a wicked shooting star press. I have not seen anything that I'd be like, I have to sign her. No, I got you. I would I would have yeah, signed Roxy easily before AQA. I would well, not have signed AQA. Roxy's very good. There's so many other. Also, by the way, there's so many other women in Ring of Honor that could have that he could have picked up. Instead, we picked up AQA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, the theme throughout the night. Uh, anyone that was signed to AEW, and if it was an AEW wrestler signed versus Ring of Honor person, anyone signed to AEW won. So uh, that's night. That's match number two where an AEW side oh, person. Of course, wins. come on now. I know, but I have. I didn't think it was a that. big deal. I didn't think it was a big. It's deal. not. A, it, it's the thing. It's like trust it's not me. A, I'm. I'm gonna attack your boy later, so it doesn't matter. I. I. I don't. I. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get out of it. A zero one hour one. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, let's get the fuck. Uh, out of uh, Shinobi Shadow Squad. Eli Ice Summon World Famous CB. Um, against two people crushed. that Tully Blanchard choose. Tully Blanchard Enterprises uh, have picked up the Gates of Agony. Toa Leona, who we've seen in AEW Dark before, and Khan, someone that you and I are super high on. I got hyped. I got. I was super like, oh my god, it's Khan. Um, these two are fucking. These two are going to be something. I'm pretty sure. Like they, the, they have the look. Obviously, I mean, Khan looks like a million bucks, but. Uh, what's his name? Toa? Toa Leona. Yeah, Toa just like just looks like the Samoan monster. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so this is just got a team of he's he's definitely got an Umaga feel to him. He does. He does. He also did the spike. So the shout spike. out to him. It helps. Uh yeah. Seems like he's I trying like to this, do something on purpose. <laughs> I like the Tully Blanchard enterprises for Ring of Honor moving forward. Yes. I, I like the idea. In the same like, font as the Free Enterprises Tele, uh, Ring of Honor show. <laughs> yes, noticed. and I like the I like the trio he's got here. Yeah. Actually, I think it's just like very different from most trios we see. Um, how, do you feel, yeah, they, how do you feel about Eli Isom being in a squash match? Listen, I was just happy he was on the show. I saw he got announced. I was like, hey, Eli Isom. They got crushed. <laughs> Cheeseburger did too, but it's fine. Yeah, but listen, listen. Once upon a time, you and me believed he, Eli, Eli Isom had a future. I still do. Ring, I still. Ring do. of Honor got sold. He's never touching Ring of Honor World Title Gold. Maybe television. Maybe television. No, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore about the television. <laughs> I don't think anyone's touching that anymore. I know. 
It's um, it's disappointing. Dun, 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 dun. E- the Eli Isom treatment is part of the part of my disappointment. Uh, and then Dalton Castle versus Joe Hendry. In, in this sucked. <laughs> this sucked. Joe I thought it was bad. fine. Joe Hendry's Joe ass. Hendry's bad. I think, Joe I think ass. <laughs> people like him. He's two packs of ass. I think Joe. Hen- I think this is Joe Hendry's best. Joe Hendry's like I've ever seen. To me, the opposite of LA Knight. LA Knight's got like all this charisma, and you know he can back it up in the ring, and he can get over the fucking word yeah. But Joe Hendry, like, just fucking get off my screen. The dude. only positive I've ever heard about Joe Hendry is he has a good entrance. <laughs> oh really? I heard he had like I he sings or something. That's about it. He, he what for I see. W and all those Europe shows and stuff he would uh, his entrance would always be something different and he would be singing his own entrance theme for every different show and always be like a parody of some other song so that was it that was his entrance that was the only positive I've ever heard about Joe Hendry nice trash just get the fuck out of here uh, I, I tweeted I, I, I do think like- I uh, to be fair I do think this is his best match I've ever seen Tells you all you need to know about this match or him. It tells you all you need to know about him. Uh, Joe Hendry, yeah, great. Uh, Dalton Castle, huh? Well, I didn't think he was gonna be around. Um, nor, nor, nor the baby chicks. Another thing I tweeted out, uh, or said maybe I didn't tweet it out, maybe I just said it in the uh, wrestling diary thing that I'm doing for fight game media, but I said, I remember when Dalton Castle was relevant. Cody Rose was ringing him on a world champion. Mm-hmm. Now he's in WWE. <laughs> yeah. That's how long he's been since Dalton Castle was popular or good. He's had a lot of injuries. He got broken down. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely not his fault. But man, he was he was popular back then. Yeah. Uh oh, how yeah. the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. The mighty don't kneel. That's a wrestling reference. That there is true. Go. Supercard of Honor, proper show. Let's get to it. I, I, so my whole thing about Ring of Honor and this show, I thought this was a great show. However, we have no other show announced. Obviously, no television. That's true. Name, well, we had Ian Riccoboni. Name me the Ball. roster of Ring of Honor. Uh, Can't. Like my, there isn't a. It's the AEW roster. That's what the roster of Ring of Honor is. That's my problem. If it's gonna be Ring of Honor, I, as someone that enjoyed Ring of Honor when it was dying, would have liked to see it be more separate than AEW. I completely get. Uh, it's AEW, not gonna pay more. I know, I know, <laughs> but I, I completely get AEW uh, sign guys getting wins here. I completely get, you know, doing all this stuff. But then it's like, you know, Wheeler Yuta, you know, gets signed. Not to Ring of Honor, to AEW. Wheeler Yuta, by the way, I just want to say. Samoa Joe gets signed not to Ring of Honor. This Ring of Honor. I I know, but my problem is, is like, you had the perfect moment to like say, Wheeler Yuta is all honor or whatever the fuck, right? (laughs) Samoa Joe is all honor. Yeah, never gonna happen. It's just that's my that's my problem. Is like if uh, if it if the show is just going to be you had Tony Khan had the opportunity to have at least one guy not signed to AEW beat one of his guys, 
and to establish them as a Ring of Honor guy. Now he has a Ring of Honor guy. They hold the world title. That's the Ring of Honor guy. And that's that's my thing. That's the only guy. They, that's the only guy. To be honest, that that he that, that he was forced to do because it was him versus Bandito, and that was already announced like months. Would ago. you like a complaint? Would you like me to join in on the complaints? You don't have to. You don't have. The only you know that there's one complaint I have is that. Well, this wasn't a complaint. This was more of a realization the other day. Oh, shot. Sure. Um, falling apart over there. If Ring of Honor, when the Elite left, if Ring of Honor was able to shift their entire company to what it would be of, you know, top Lucha stars mm-hmm. and a good women's division, they wouldn't have had to sell. They wouldn't have had to go True. And this is but all they true. didn't. They didn't get to do that flip in time. It took a very long time it, to make that flip. It took them a full ass like year or two to get to do their the lucha sh- part to get their shit together. <laughs> then they, they had to shut down the women's division. They they should have shut down the women's division because that fucking fell up. That became a trash fire. They booked Marty Skull as the Booker, which legitimately at the time he was, was doing good stuff. Everyone agreed on. Everyone decided, and he was booking well, and he was bringing an NWA, and that was exciting because NWA had Bully at the time. Ray as a Booker before that. So it, it's it's a it's a small ceiling to to break through. <laughs> uh, but he was doing a good job. He was yeah. working with NWA, and NWA was hot at the time. So it was a, it was a good move all around. <laughs> Then COVID happens, yeah. then speaking still, out, and then they lost all their momentum. They were the smart people and saving money and uh, doing all this stuff. Part of the reason they got sold is because Sinclair fucked up, and they yeah. they are out of like millions upon yeah. millions of dollars. I I just I just I just think the Lucha stuff would have saved them. Yes, had they done it early. Like I was thinking about the same Bandito in the main event, and I was like. Man, it sucks Dragon Lee's not here because Dragon Lee, I think, is just one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yep. But to be fair, Dragon Lee, I don't think he's wrestled since like January. So like he's just not wrestling. No, I'm oddly. Sure. Let me let me look. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I, I was watching some old Dragon Lee stuff this week, which is why I want to bring this up. And my God, just get this man back in boss. Boss. Best of the super juniors for those wondering. Like, get him back there. Get him. Make him do things because he's just so good. Um, Bandino's great. Yeah, I, I understand some of the Ring of Honor complaints, but like they had maybe they had three total Ring of Honor talent that I cared about winning, and they didn't win, and they shouldn't have won. And all three yeah. of them include Briscoe one, Briscoe two, and Bandito. Yeah, which, <laughs> those are I the mean, three I cared about. It's it's the thing. It's it's I am now I'm now not concerned. I've always still I've always been concerned. I've always been concerned about TK booking it because I've always been like booking two shows at once, man. Are you sure? I it, it's like it, it's it's the thing of like, look, I get it. If if Ring of Honor was good, then it would still be around. But it yeah. was good, and part of the problem is that they were a sh- they had a shitty television deal. Sinclair wouldn't promote them at all. And just people were so burnt out because of the speaking out moment and COVID and all this shit that just people didn't want to tune in. Was it perfect? Yeah. No, but at least had good stuff that deserved more, I think. But, but, Ryan, 
that was the best Ring of Honor crowd in a long time. And it was the, one of the best Ring of Honor shows in a long time. Yeah, like, so we can make these comments. And I think they're fair because, you know, yeah. there is Ring of Honor talent that deserve a shot here. I'm not writing off Ring of Honor completely in this new iteration with, with Tony um, Khan. No, they fucking delivered. <laughs> I, I am just saying that I'm yeah. like... I, I'm like I'm like a little bit of an arm's reach where I'm like, all right, give me, give me, know, give, give me, me something, give me, some, yeah. I, I want something that I can seek my teeth into Ring of Honor because if this is just going to become AEW Honor, then make it AEW Honor. I don't. Well, don't change the name. No, change it. I don't give a shit if it's no, but that's that's the whole point. They no, want the name. Then fucking yes, give me a Ring of Honor roster. Give but me like, the fucking Briscoes. I, give me Bandito. Give me Dalton Castle. Give me Blake Christian. Give me Eli fucking Isom. Give me these guys. Give me. I'm not gonna give me lie Dragon to Lee, who has wrestled five matches since Ring of Honor is destroyed. Who's stuck in Mexico? Who hasn't wrestled a match outside of Mexico since uh, December of last year? My heart. This man is one of the fucking best wrestlers in the world, and he's stuck in Mexico because I'm sure his work visa doesn't work anymore because Ring of Honor does is not his promotion anymore. The guy uh, is one of the best wrestlers, and what are we doing? We're sitting him against fucking Stevie, Stevie Flip and Tome Flip and freaking God, he wrestled FTR and, and AAA, and that was probably pretty right, good. But right, still, you got a, so you got a ranted. I'm happy you got a ranted. Happy for you. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate and say some of those guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I there's, mean, a, there's a. I mean, you can't a, you can't go like yeah, 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 I ice them. Yeah, bring in Dalton Castle. I just said this on the pre-show. Like, come, come on, man. Like, hey, listen. I think I think you have three Ring of Honor guys now, at least in Terry Telly Blunt. Bluncher, Telly Blanchard, Enterprises. I think those are now Ring of Honor guys. Yeah. Um, but no, I get what you're saying. You want a difference. Like you can have AW people sprinkle in, but you just want a difference. I, I, get I want that. there to be a core Ring of Honor roster and AW yeah. people can swip it, switch it. No, that's I get I that. And I think that's fair. I think I think we're asking for a lot based off one show that he didn't even want to do. There's there's I want be, I want wrestlers in Ring of Honor that I never see in AEW. Yeah, well, Tony Khan probably didn't. We know Tony Khan didn't want to do this show, um, but no. it was already booked. So he was like, okay, well, we're going to make it a great show. And he did. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him some time to, you know, figure this out because there's probably a lot of planning that goes into how are we going to do this. Um, but, you know, first show, they knocked it out of the park. Let's get to the damn main card. Uh. I mean, Ring of Honor roster is also not that great. I mean, they had freaking Joe Hendry on the roster, so. Yeah, well, it wasn't that, it wasn't that great of a roster. I think you just want to establish it. But, well, without the Lucha guys, it's, I'm like, I don't care. About it was it was a decent roster. I just want Dragon Lake. It, there was a decent roster that had I even need good Roche. people. They also had a lot of people <laughs> that weren't that good. I don't need Roche. Well, they, I just need Dragon Lake. I would say there was no one what on the roster. The majority of the people were not bad there were a lot of fine that's really what the roster was but they yeah, also had a lot of sure. great that were just stuck there like dragonly dragonly let's get to the show swerve the realist opens up ring of honor supercard of honor here in the curtis Caldwell center uh against alex the insane alex zane really pushing that insane tagline um the, ins- good. 
Insane Alex. Pretty good. Really good. I really like yeah. this match. I uh, this was like my favorite match of the night for a while. <laughs> like yeah. uh, it took a couple matches for anything to like really win me over after this. I thought this was, yeah, I thought this was really enjoyable. I mean, Swerve is just so good. He's just so good. I I I think people are kind of shocked at how good he is because of like his WWE run was kind of just like meh. Um, and he's just kind of come out like guns a blazing, but this was really good. Alex Zane, you know, I'm not a big Alex Zane guy or anything, but he can he can uh he can fit in there with the best of them. If he was kind of a ring of honor guy, maybe you don't sign him to a full-time contract, but you know, you, you kind of do like, okay, we have uh or they want to do TV. So if you're doing TV, he can be a roster member in that aspect and yeah. still do other dates, like a perp appearance type contract. And I think um, I think I also that's part of the problem why they don't have a Ring of Honor set roster is they don't have a TV show. So what's the freaking point? Yeah, so they're not going to – they're not uh, – Tony Khan's probably building a pitch of some sort. Um, and also, like, we, you know, we're back to all the old Ring of Honor titles. He's going to have to rebrand it to the old Ring of Honor logo. Like – you're just gonna have to rebrand this entire thing because yeah. everything isn't matching now. And I'm like, yeah. And I would like the old stuff. I said this uh, last week. I was like, just bring it all back. Um, it was a lot, of course, short notice to do all of that. Um, but yeah, really good opening match. Swerve's the man. Happy he won. Fantastic match between the two. I I, I think uh, the stuff they did on the outside of the ring was just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um just Alex Zane is phenomenal. Swerve they, like they, like such for people that have never wrestled each other before. Right. An insane amount. Great way to open it up. In, like this is Yeah. To me this is the first like match of the new Ring of Honor era. I'm not counting the stupid pre-show. Like this is the first match of the Ring of Honor era. Good way to kick it off. How dare you, you do know, that you got, to Blake Christian? You got Swerve that, you know, he goes in there and he just, well, he does what Swerve does. He does what he does. Uh, Brian Cage is announced as Tully Blanchard's client, the return of Brian Cage, and he squashes Ninja Mac in what I thought was a great squash match. I love this match. Ninja Mac is a perfect guy to squash. Uh, Um, I think he's a guy that should actually get a legit shot. I think he actually is pretty good, Ninja Mac. He is Noah. but he is, he is Noah. I ho- I want Ninja Mac to go to Noah wear all in all green jumpsuit. Um, but uh, Ninja Mac, unless unless of course Ninja I know Mac what his enjoys. face looks like. He's no ninja. <laughs> Jesus, I think he's just George. I don't know his real name. He's just the Capoeira kid. Um, uh, he's he is. Uh, this was the perfect like also lucha underground squash that I love. That, yeah. that is what got Brian Cage over. It's what got Brian Cage over to begin with. Uh, I'm a machine. Brian Cage, probably. Something I wrote this way. <laughs> uh, great reintroduction for Brian Cage. If this is the reason you kept him, which I don't think it was originally, but if it is, if you're going to have him be one of the core people on Ring of Honor, I think it works because, listen, listen Brian Cage is, you, know, you can say a lot of things about him, but he's a talented dude. He's a talented dude. He's a good powerhouse. Um, he's not a powerhouse, but he's a good powerhouse. Um, and he does a lot of things that, again, no one else can do. So great re-debut of sorts here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm big fan of Tully Blanchard and Enterprises right off the bat. Like these three are, these are dudes, right? These are dudes. Uh, Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. Another. I thought this match worked very well. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen this in Terminus. Um, this match, <laughs> this match was it, really good. Really, really this good. Was my match of the night until well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, uh, but this was it just they did it per like they they yeah, worked it, it perfectly. Perfect. Perfect. They got Lee Moriarty over, right? To the fact that he might win. Everyone wants him to win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a loud reaction. People are reacting to a guy that's still, you know, not fully proven. He's he's had some matches that are big. He's fought CM Punk and whatnot. But he got he convinced you he could win this. Yeah. And and then the heel turn. Yes. And the heel turn it took perfectly it, timed it, heel turn. It took Jay Lethal cheating to beat Lee Moriarty. And listen, we have said this, you and me, on the show. Jay Lethal, we have our thoughts about him. He's an easy heel to have. He's an easy heel to have because no one wants to cheer him. Um, and he's actually good at heel work, like, as a wrestler. Yeah. Um, and we saw it on the show by the end. Um, I thought, thought it worked. Um, yeah, I think the whole, really good match. the whole heel angle of Jay Lethal, I think, worked very well. Something that was Lee teased, so good. something that was teased multiple weeks on AEW television was Jay Lethal, like, oh, I need to rethink what I'm doing. He t- her, ter- officially turns heel. We're probably not going to get to this later. Yeah. It is so weird hearing Ian Rickabani go, and this week on AEW Dynamite, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> no, I was no, like, what is happening? That, that played into my whole thing of like, keep them separate. Keep yeah, it's never gonna happen. So I don't want good. I don't want Ian Riccaboni advertising this week's dynamite. Ian Riccaboni should be the face of dynamite. Not well, commentary team wise. I like Excalibur, but yeah, Ian but, I, but I don't but I don't know what his face looks like, so he can't be the face. Well, that's true. I think Ian Riccaboni's the best play by play in the game. So and I uh, the, the, the these two together never break them up. Never break them up. Never mind. I was going to. I shouldn't say this. I should say it. You got to no, say no, it no. now. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get canceled. No, I won't get canceled for it. I, I realized something while I was watching. Uh, I guess the WrestleCon show when it was uh, Ian Riccaboni and and Veda yeah. Scott uh, commentating yeah. together. And I know that they used to work together in Ring of Honor, but I realized in that moment that Veda Scott is just doing Ian Riccoboni's commentary style. Like, if you, if you li- especially that WrestleCon show became obviously apparent when I heard both of them at the same time, but Veda yeah. Scott is just doing Ian Riccoboni. That's all she's do- doing is commentating. It's, it's all, literally all she's doing. They do similar mannerisms. They do similar, like, vocal things. Like, she, that's all she does. Interesting. All she does is just she's just. I like when Ian Riccaboni does. Whoa! <laughs> she does. She does the same thing. She does every uh, everything Ian Riccaboni does. She does, and I was like, that's that's why people think Veda Scott is great at commentary. It's because she's just doing Ian Riccaboni. I'd follow Ian Riccaboni too. I guess that's fair. Well, Unbelievable! That's what I would do. I would. That's what I would do. I would do my Excalibur impression. Okay, next. 
(laughs) (laughs) No sold me, baby. Mercedes Martinez versus Willow Nightingale. Ring of Honor interim world women's title match. I thought, so I, this is what I thought going in the first three matches. I was like, this show is great. This show is the best of modern Ring of Honor with the improvements of AEW. Um, uh, and then this match, and then this match happened. Um, so I like Willow a lot. I thought she was pretty good. She messed up a couple times. It wasn't Expected. too. It wasn't too great. You know, I mean, I'll blame her. She's not perfect. Mercedes, I like her a little bit less than Willow, but I still enjoy her work. Also, I don't think she's perfect. This match did not work. This match didn't work. No, it wasn't very good. Um, it they were off. They were definitely off. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I think Willow should be part of the Ring of Honor women's moving forward. I don't think like I think Willow is good and has a and has a is a good prospect or a good a good person to have on a roster, and she had a good crowd connection. Yeah, yeah, and I I think. I think it's unfair to, you know, base off one match because I've seen I saw her have some solid matches in the women's tournament. Um, there's just something, okay, about women's wrestling and Tony Khan that's just not clicking, and I don't know what it is because he's you know he's bringing in talent, mm-hmm. he has talent on his roster, but like I watched. Um, Jamie Hayter versus Sky Blue from Rampage. Yeah. And that match was so much better than this one. <laughs> and it had five minutes. It was five minute match. <laughs> no, no stakes whatsoever besides being in the Owen tournament after you win. Like it wasn't even the Owen tournament. It was just being in it. It was a qualifier. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, one, I think Jamie Hayter is better than all both of these wrestlers so that probably helped but i don't know it didn't work i don't think i don't think mercedes martinez is all that great anymore um you know at least from like what i saw i didn't i haven't seen a lot of mercedes martinez but she had good matches in like the may young classic once upon a time um i just did did mercedes also again get injured in this match I think she did. Oh, yeah, they were all like it felt like she was legitimately hurt at times. It was just she won, but just ah. I know like people are getting mad at Tony Khan for women's wrestling. I am. I have multiple times, but I don't know. This, this one, this one wasn't on him in terms of like no, no. Thinking. He tried. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh, you didn't get Diana." I was like, "Oh, well, he you know didn't fucking book her to be the champion either." So get over it. Like it's just whatever it's whatever i don't i don't care i just let's move on. i'm not I'm, I'm not putting my i'm not putting a lot into it anymore like yeah it is what it is this is this is what tony khan's women's divisions are sometimes they just don't always deliver he has good matches now in aew yep. it's just we just have to accept he didn't, you know, he didn't come into this as a Joshi fan or something. He came into this as a indie wrestling bullet club ring of honor, you know, all those things type fan. And a lot of those didn't have great women's wrestling. 
He's getting there, though. In AEW, I will give him some credit, but not fast enough. Yeah, completely agree. You know who should have been there a while ago. You know who I've liked in this spot more than Mercedes Martinez. But I also get why Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb would have been always Serena Deeb. (laughs) No, and I get why uh, he wouldn't use her in this spot. But I think he would. She would have been a good pillar for the women's division, Ring of Honor, whatever that means. I would have uh, had her be the champion. I, I would have swapped out Mercedes division. Martinez for Ruby Soho. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Ruby hasn't like drops off the page. For no, me. and we've you know people have listened to us before, and they you know we they know how we feel about Ruby Soho. But I do think Ruby Soho would have been better in this spot and would have worked better. I than, guess. I mean, all I'm saying I is guess. the match could have been better. And Ruby yeah, Soho well, com- that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, let's, I let's, like, we've, we've talked about this too much. If I, if I got to the pick, I would have did Jamie Hader versus Serena D. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't get the pick. Well, speaking of great matches, Ring of Honor World Tag Team title match was next FTR versus the Briscoes. And what is undoubtedly uh, a classic tag team match, undoubtedly match of the year contender, uh, if Ryan, not potential Ryan, winner, right? Right, right, yeah. I didn't even hesitate. I slapped the five right on this. I didn't hesitate. Literally in the first five minutes of this match, you just knew. You just knew this was special. Like, hell yeah to the crowd, by the way, to knowing how special this was. Uh, tag team wrestling, when it's great, it's great. This is, this is to me, is the match of the year. Um, I've seen a lot of great wrestling, lots of great wrestling this year. Mm-hmm. This just had everything working for it. Fans reacting the way they did, a determination by all four wrestlers to put on the very best match. It's rare that a dream type match delivers to this extent. Yeah. But by golly, did they deliver? They did what a lot of people wanted FTR versus the Young Bucks to be when they originally had that match. I think a lot of people think that match was still great and that's fine whatever but this the build to this match without even having any tv doing it like they just did it all on social media pretty much it's like we're the best tag team you're the best tag team blah 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 blah. back and forth back and forth get down to the nitty-gritty this feels like it's like you know one of the hottest rivalries in wrestling and we didn't see a single minute besides Best, what was the pay-per-view? The end of the year pay-per-view? Uh, Final Battle. Final Battle. That's all we got out of these two actually like in a ring together before this. But they sold it perfectly. And the match, the match, the match, I've been saying it week after week, FTR has flipped, a sc- has flipped the switch. They felt directionless at one point as heels in the pinnacle. They didn't feel like they were delivering on their full abilities for me i thought they were kind of you know dead in the water just wasting away they had a feud with the lucha bros that was pretty bad it wasn't that good didn't give you the matches you hoped for out of those two teams and then they flip the switch they start you know pushing this baby face potential mm-hmm. um you know just being listen we're family guys who love professional wrestling 
We, you know, love old school wrestling. We love just getting in there and trying to prove we are the very best. Such an easy story, right? And that's what they did here. The Briscoes, you know, they have their comments from years ago. They're so good. They're so good. The Briscoes are so good. The, la- the Briscoes in their last two pay-per-view matches. What can we say, Ryan? You know, yeah, that was your boy Howdy match of the week then. We know what your boy Howdy match of the week is this You know, time. for a fact, the boy Howdy. Boy Howdy. Boy Howdy. That's it. The boy Howdy. The Cameron Grimes uh, match of the week. This match was fantastic. Scotty, just, just phenomenal work like you said the crowd was fantastic match of the year the i was standing and pacing in my living room as i finished my double cheeseburger from mcdonald's uh this match was the best thing ever uh the blood was fantastic ftr currently tag team of the year i'm literally legit scotty if i look at my star ratings and stuff for uh overall and stuff Number three and number five are FTR, or Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. They're number three and number uh, five of the year currently. Not, I, uh, not tag teams, but wrestlers. I have to check mine now. Uh, they're And they're about to have a match of the Young Bucks, which I'm not too... Uh, I can see I'm, now why I'm that match is higher. taking place. I'm higher on that than you are because I thought the first match had shit story. So I, I didn't like the first match, but I ca- I didn't like that they were just randomly setting up the second one. But now there's they've done all the work, but I think that's also yeah, they lazy did in like one night. Um, yeah, I don't think they they should I have do just like not the, challenge the young bucks. I do like the idea though of just like this trio thing of like we are the best teams. Like it's yeah. very simple. Yeah, um, it, it it they are. 11 and 12 for me. Yeah. They are fantastic. Are they tagged to the best tag team? Oh, yeah. Not your question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not many other tag teams that, um, well, to be fair, because of the way my ratings go, Jay and Mark Briscoe are now 17 and 18. <laughs> oh, we're getting close. Yeah. No, because I, five stars means a whole lot. It's, they are, they have match of the year contender, tag team of the year contender immediately. FTR are fantastic. The Briscoes. Boy, howdy, man. If Boy, you howdy. sign them, sign the Briscoes. What That's are we, what are we dilly dallying? Make them a Ring of Honor champion. I would bring them into a, a Briscoes, the only team I would want to not be in Ring of Honor just so they have a different venue. I was a little worried, by the way. About what? I don't know. At, when this match was over, I really thought this was it for. The Briscoes and until the Young Bucks thing happened. Well, the Young Bucks thing happened, and then it quickly stopped being the focus of the Briscoes and became FTR versus Young Bucks, and it all was to set up well, that that's match. That's this week. I know, fair. I know, but I'm like, so is it? I think the Briscoes stick around. That's just it for the Briscoes. It, they are a team. If I, well, they didn't get the they didn't get is the Briscoes are all elite thing. That's what frustrates me. Is that they aren't signed. They didn't. They didn't sign it. They Wheeler Yuta got signed. Samoa Joe got signed. Not to be fair, time. I thought Wheeler Yuta was signed the entire time. <laughs> Me too. Um, I was stunned when I saw the graphic. I was like, he probably was. He probably was. This is all kayfabe. But at the end of the day, it's also like, look, sign these guys. I don't give a shit about what Jay Briscoe 
said fucking 10 years ago. We're all different people 10 years ago. I was what? I was 15? If you held me accountable for what I said when I was 15, or I did what I liked when I was 15, I liked wrestling when I was... Oh, wait, bad example. Uh, I, <laughs> I, if you can't... The man's a different person. He's countlessly apologized. W- what are we doing? He is in one of the best matches of the year, and this guy's Jay and Mark Briscoe are still not signed. They're sitting around on the indies fighting homicide low-key in one of the shittiest matches <laughs> I've seen all weekend. And then they're also in the best match I've ever seen all weekend. But it's not because of them. It's because of the other Um, teams. Briscoes are uh, great and fantastic, and they will put on great matches with other guys. Do they raise people to their caliber? Not completely. Well, But they have enough experience to be able to do something with short solo guys. Well, I mean, what opponents are we talking about, right? Because... What do you mean they don't raise to the caliber? They fucking brought Matt Taven and Mike Bennett to a great match. <laughs> you're right. You're Come right. on, yeah, man. You're right. You're right. You're Come gonna, on, man. It proves the point anymore. Sign these it's guys. Not, it's what, not what their they, fault. Loki's an asshole and homicide's a dink. What Jay Briscoe said years ago was bad. I, I'm not going to beat yeah, around that. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Terrible thing to say. However, the guy has apologized several times. He continues to apologize. Is that true? That was. I've never seen one. I've never seen the. He apologies. he has. He's apologized okay. when it came up again. He apologized again. He he apologizes over and over again. I think. And there are people in the industry, in the LGBT community, both LGBTQ and the wrestling industry, that have forgiven him. Why is it that like that we can't let this man grow from what he was ten years ago? Do you not want to be different than you were 10 years ago? Do you not? Do you believe the exact same things? Like we are holding this guy accountable to something 10 years ago or however long it was. Sign this guy. Sign this guy. And and, and the other hand is like, then at least sign Mark Briscoe. He's got no hand in that matter. He's just stuck. (laughs) Sign him. Um, I don't know. I I do want to say like Jay Briscoe is always been the bigger one i, I know i know i know and jay briscoe's always been the better ring one. of honor world champion he's always been the better guy but mark is yeah. also pretty good mark, but, mark is a fun mark is a fun like mid-card guy that being said all of that being said all of the fair complaints and you know the conversation that that i think they're signed enough to ring of honor i do i hope so um i hope so because that's not tnt they can't do shit about that uh or tbs warner meter whatever the fuck it is or whatever, what net, I do whatever want, network they may or may not go to. Yeah. Um, what I do want to say is this match. Uh, no, actually, not this match. I want to talk about FTR. FTR is in probably my two favorite tag team matches of all time now. This is – it wasn't even like a question. When this is over, I was like, I'm going to watch this multiple times. Like, I'm going to watch this next year. I'm probably going to watch it in like a week or two. Uh, you know, that's guaranteed. I can't uh, wait they, to re-watch this match at Match of the Year list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. FTR, I gave, I gave them a lot of flack uh, when they came in because – they came in, you know, feeling like a big deal, which obviously because they're going to have the match with the Young Bucks, but they, I feel like they took a while to fully be them. Like they were, they didn't feel like the revival for a while there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think the revival, 
you know, as much as we, you know, they're not the out revival anymore, but in NXT, the revival were best tag team in the world. They were in that conversation with the young bucks legitimately. They had that match with DIY, which is one of my favorite tag team matches of all time. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. These two right there, neck and neck. They are that great. That's probably why I was hard on them because they weren't having those matches. Those Lucha Bros matches didn't help their cause in my conversation either. They were not good. They were upsetting. They were let down. And that old tire feud was let down. So now that we're seeing them in the place of like kind of tweeners where they're just all about the wrestling, it kind of feels like a legitimate feeling for them. Yeah. Like that's not, it's not a gimmick. It's how they feel. They want to be the best tag team in the world. They want to be the best tag team of all time. So now instead of doing all the heel stuff and dealing with, you know, the pinnacle, they're just going to go in there and wrestle. And that's all I want from them. That's what they did here. They, the Briscoes are fantastic still. Um, Maybe it took that. Maybe they're not. Maybe the those that don't believe the Briscoes are good aren't watching them when they're motivated. Mm -hmm. They're motivated when they're on these big Ring of Honor shows. They're delivering on these bigger Ring of Honor shows. They have back to back Ring of Honor shows of uh, matches of the show by far, no question. They make tag team wrestling better. FTR makes tag team wrestling better. This was fantastic. And that just that closing segment with the big rig to win it, just perfect, perfect. And I did enjoy all the Young Buck stuff after because them and the Briscoes being in the same ring together, very cool to see again. Um, and I, I do think we get that match. Uh, maybe that's happens in Ring of Water. I don't know. I, I'm assuming because I don't know if they're going to be on AEW or not. But when Ring of Honor comes back officially as a tv show that tony khan promises the briscoes need to be on there. Mm -hmm. they need to be they need to be this match was fantastic i i can't the 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 work that they did the stuff on the outside the what was the spot what was the specific spot that the caused suplex? yeah was it the suplex that was insane. the suplex from on the apron down to the floor yeah, where they had oh to check my on him. God, oh. that that was the spot. I, I think I that was the spot I got out of my chair. I was just like, Jesus the boy, Christ, the, the, the boy howdy spot of the night. <laughs> they, they, it's just it, it's a fantastic match. It, it's yeah. just undoubtedly a fantastic match. And any network executive, any person online or whatever, any promoter or whatever that thinks that you know this guy isn't worth signing these they guys their main finish i realize they protected uh yeah. the briscoe's finish the the froggy bow well he hit the froggy bow but mm -hmm. they have like a more like combo they yeah. do the combo oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah i thought they did the combo maybe they did i don't okay. know I'm what i do know is that the big rig whatever you want to call it, what was it Oh yeah, Shadow oh, Machine. Oh, a big rig, a uh, big rig. When FTR did the, oh, not FTR. When Briscoes did the big rig, I was like, yeah, man. I, yeah, I woo. That's that's yeah. a. And they didn't do the. I think that's my boy Howdy spot of the night. <laughs> they didn't do the unnecessary like kickouts or anything. Like this just felt like a great wrestling match. Um, yeah, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was, it was 
I I walked away from it when it was all said and done, just like, oh, this is the this is the match of the year. <laughs> this is, I haven't seen anything better than this. Mm-hmm. It, it it's in fa- fantastic, just utterly fantastic. Next match, Ring of Honor World Television Title Match: Minoru Suzuki versus Rhett Titus. I popped, man. Yeah, I know you're a big Rhett Titus guy, so this is a tough one for you to swallow because he got crushed, destroyed, the man decimated. Came out, man came out by... to the AEW fan base who have no idea who this guy is. Just got zero applause. What and got geek. crushed? Just got crushed. He's an absolute geek. But you know what? He got the match on the show. He probably lived a lifelong dream of fighting Minoru Suzuki, so he'll get over it. Uh, Minoru Suzuki wins his first title ever in the United States. That's pretty cool. Um, he's a, I don't know where they're going to go with this because uh, you know, Minoru Suzuki is going to go back. <laughs> he's going to go back to, you know, well, Japan eventually. I think that's the thing is that like, let's just put the belt on him. Cause who we ring of honor doesn't even know when they're running another show, you know? Yeah, so it's true. just like in their defense. Nah, so okay. when he comes in, so when he comes back, you have a signature match with Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. You can expect Minoru Suzuki back, and maybe they'll do the. They'll just put the title on the line at Windy City Riot. Who cares? Who knows? Probably not. That's uh, that's in two weekends. That's in two weeks. That match, Minoru Suzuki versus Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, they were just like, you know what? We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, yeah, I was super disappointed about Red Titus getting disrespected, but it's, I was it's, so happy. It's Minoru Suzuki, so I get it. But it's I've still never like, seen yeah. someone like Rhett Titus as much as you. <laughs> Look, man, he was actually he's legitimately pretty good. You know, he's not the he's greatest fine. guy in the wrestler, but he's he's pretty good. Pretty good. He's fine. Ring of Honor. Speaking about fine, Ring of Honor pure title match: Wheeler Yuta versus Josh Woods. I thought this match was fine. <sighs> I, 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 don't, I don't think Josh Woods. Is, I'm, I've come to the decision that Josh Woods is not good. <laughs> Josh Woods stinks. This was probably the best, uh, my favorite pure match of his, which is telling you all you need to know he, about his he, pure matches. Every pure match of his up until he won the title was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Once he won the title, it stunk ever since. I was, I actually thought he was going to win because he's been on dark and whatnot, but I'm happy he didn't. That means he's not Oh, Willie Utah. How about we say? Utah signed. Utah signed. He's officially signed to AEW. I'm yours. He's a pure title holder. And presumably, maybe he impressed William Regal. Ring of Honor World title main event Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito. Gresham getting the win. Uh, I really like this match. Uh, I thought it had a slow slow start. Uh, but then it picked up near the end part. It was, it was a really good match. I thought uh, the Chavo Guerrero part was actually, I enjoyed that. It was weird as hell that he was there and very random. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like that his character is just that he's a shitty manager. Uh, yeah. But I like because it helped endeared Bandito. It helped, they connected Bandito to Eddie Guerrero and then made him like a big face by getting him Chavo out of here. That's That's basically what they did. And yeah. uh, I thought that, and, and the crowd was super into Bandito, way more than Gresham too. You can tell that this was an AEW crowd. Um, uh, but yeah, Bandito's great. Bandito's great. Um, what's your I, what's your complaint? You know, we're talking about all these guys that you know we should sign and whatnot. Um, Bandito, I think, goes without saying. Um, 
to be part of Ring of Honor. Uh, my complaint is that they had the exact same pin as the pure match. The exact same. It was exactly the same. Really? Exactly the same. Well, at least it wasn't one of like, your, your classic Terminus scrubs. At least the match didn't go into uh, Rock. No, I, th- I thought the match was really good. Um, it just that was my one complaint. I was like, this is this was the exact same thing that Wheeler Yuta just won with. Yeah. I mean, why would why would you do that? Um, hey, it worked once. Yeah, it was cool. It, it was cool. Uh, Jonathan Gresham officially your undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion. He is the foundation. Some some some. And then Jay Lethal showed up. Yeah, so following the match, Jay Lethal shows up. <sighs> and Jay Lethal uh, is out there beating down on Gresham. Lee Moriarty Sanjay makes a Dutt save. Joined in. Sanjay Dutt beats down Lee Moriarty with Jay Lethal. They turn heel. Jay Lethal grabs both belts. And he's like, hey, I'm signed to AEW, which means I these will be mine soon. And then a weird-ass sound plays of a bunch of fire. No one in the crowd, no one any any idea what the hell was happening. And then the sickest ass beat drops, and big old Samoa Joe walks out. Joe, 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 and, Joe, and runs off Jay Lethal and Dutt. Uh, it's announced later in the night that Samoa oh he didn't, Joe, he didn't run off Sanjay Dutt. Oh yeah, he's, he put he's, Sanjay Dutt out. He put his ass to sleep, and it was announced after the show that Samoa Joe has officially signed with. Not Ring of Honor, of AEW. And, um, he, and he will be on Dynamite this Wednesday. Sanjay uh, Dutt, fuck off. Uh, Samoa Joe, man, I love him. I love him. I love him. I don't care that, you know, he gets injured pretty much every time he wrestles. Uh, he didn't get injured last time, though. He got COVID. Uh, I don't care that he's not the same speed he was in his prime. You know, guess what? No one is. He just has to work smarter. That's what we're watching CM Punk doing, and CM Punk's having some of the best matches of his damn career. Mm-hmm. I think Samoa Joe can do that too. I think he's going to do that. Samoa Joe is the greatest Ring of Honor champion of all time, and now he has his eyes on the prize. Said in the post uh, media scrum, "Yeah, I'm going for the AW World Title." I'm going for Ring of Honor World Title. I'm going for all the belts. Mm-hmm. Give me all the belts. Give me the Owen. Uh, I want the Owen. Why not? <laughs> I want. Yeah, he's like, I want the Owen. Put me in the Owen. I was like, oh, fucking twist my arm. Put him in the Owen. Fine. Put him in the Owen. Hey man, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's awesome, right? It's just so. He got the last one. Tony Khan went and got the last one that felt must sign. Samoa Joe doesn't need to be the wrestler he was to be a big impactful guy you want a guy to help you with ring of honor in terms of the backstage there's a guy yep. right there Samoa yep. Joe yeah he's a guy that cares about that brand so much he was telling WWE to buy it because he cared about the brand mm-hmm. so much there is I think I, I think people you know don't appreciate Joe enough he's an indie wrestler at heart yeah he always will be and it's it's funny to say that because of like you know the most of his career was ultimately spent in impact in wwe if you combine those compared to indies but he's an indie wrestler at heart he he got into conversations of you know one of the best of all time because of his indie work you know he wasn't 
he wasn't chopping Kenta Kobashi on Impact Wrestling TNA. He was doing that in Ring of Honor. He, again, had those matches with Punk. They're going to run that back. It's probably going to be amazing because they're going to do it. Like, like they're going to do the psychology way, and it's just going to be great, and it's going to be cool, and, you know, it's just cool. Samoa Joe's all elite. They, if they didn't sign anyone for the rest of the year, it would be fine. Yeah. At least on the men's side, it would be fine. Um, just, just great. Great way to end the show too. Having Samoa Joe be the lasting image, holding up the Ring of Honor World Champion's hand um, to end the show. Yep. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. And, and yes, like you said, he will be on AEW this week. Yeah. It just, I'm great show. Just great show. Just all around. Yeah, I mean, show. he he gave moments. He gave great wrestling. Fantastic wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, a match that was better than anything AEW's done this year. Well, everyone's done, but <laughs> just want to point that out. So, Scotty, we are at uh, over two hours now. Fun fact. Um, and we haven't touched a single thing about stardom. To be fair, we haven't. We stu- knew this was going to happen these two weeks. Yeah, we haven't talked stardom. We haven't talked WrestleMania weekend show. Well, my stardom run can be real quick. I can do that real quick. Okay. And then what, what should we do about the WrestleMania weekend shows? Keep going. Um. Yeah. Uh, or do I? Uh, do- yeah. Well, hard cut at twelve thirty. Hard cut. Hard cut. I'll be. I'll. It- I'll. I'll start revving up the train while you go. We call that stardom. the lunch cut. Also. <laughs> all right well uh, talk to me how you walk up this morning at 3 a.m 2 a.m whatever it was you just hit them you just hit me with the la talk to me talk to me wait let, let me tell you something uh you woke up yeah. this morning to watch uh yeah i'm psycho stardom cinderella tournament the beginning round of, one maybe beginning first time ever live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love it i do that more uh, this isn't about i want to just you know, start it off. This isn't about match quality. It's about surprises. It's about uh, it's about it's. I called it March Madness earlier because that's what it really is. It's about the upsets. It's about because you get the better matches as the tournament goes on. Yeah. First round, you know, ten minute time limit, over the top rope eliminations are in play. Um, if, and if there's a draw, everyone's eliminated. Mm-hmm. So, and we end of the night. With two of the favorites that I thought had a real shot winning, not in it anymore. That's how great it was. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to go over this real quick. Uh, there's not not too much to uh, go over. Let me let me get the yeah uh, uh, me uh let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right, trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying. To, as you've been talking, I've been trying to find the freaking tournament. Uh, round one. Oh, match order list. I I, I wrote it up with. Oh, hit me, hit me with it. Then uh, uh, talk to me. Talk to me. All right. So. Oh, here we go. 16 matches. Here, we'll go. I, I, got, I got the matches for me. Ready? Uh, hit me. Yep. Hit, hit me with all your thoughts yep. as we go film. Yeah. All right. Unagi, Sayaka versus Hina. Uh, I thought this was uh, really good in terms of Hina actually like had a really good near fall in it, which is you know kind of what I'm looking for in these matches. Nagi won, so not too shocking there, but uh the obvious winner, there's a few obvious winners on this, which is like the matches I won't talk about mm-hmm. enough, but good start. She's uh definitely a favorite now because she her next match will get her into the semifinals. That's true. 
Uh, Saki Kashima defeated Waka Tsukiyama. Sorry. Um, yeah, this match happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Saki, Saki Kashima won. Uh, Micah defeated Hanan. Yeah, that's a, not a surprise. But how was the match? Was it good? Uh, that was actually that was actually a pretty good match. That was um the first like one that I was like, oh, this is good. People should watch this. Um, Hanan looked really good. She had some good close calls on Micah that actually felt like she was going to win a few times, which was cool. Um, good over the top rope shot. Hanan's getting really good. Um, of course, Micah won. I I'm a shit stir. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get to it after. Uh, made some people angry at me. It's fine. We'll get to it in a second. But yeah, that was pretty good. New God's Eye member, Mirai, defeated yeah. Shirakawa. Yeah, God's Eye, aka the best faction star in a while of a sudden. Uh, I just needed two people to make that happen. Um, what did she face? Uh, Mina Shirakawa. <laughs> Oh my god, they made this terrifying. I thought mean I thought Mirai was gonna lose and I was probably gonna shut it off. <laughs> like, I was like, Mirai is like the one person I put a lot of stock into. We can't have her losing the Joker version of Mina Shirakawa. She did the thing that she did when uh, she faced Tam, which sucked. Oh no. She sucked again. It was bad. <laughs> it was big big bad Shirakawa. Mina Shirakawa has not been good this year. <laughs> She's just been bad. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, Maya Uwatani defeated Momo Kogo. Pretty, pretty solid. My, my was Mayu. She, mm-hmm. uh, it's always funny because when she wrestles star, uh, stars members, she'll you know hit them with the dragon suplex and then pat them on the head after she just you know murked them. Mm-hmm. So that was funny. I kind of, I'm, I'm interested in Momo Kogo. I'm, I'm kind of interested in her. A lot of talent. Yeah, a lot of raw talent. Yeah, I think she has potential. She's doing springboards. Well, uh, Natsupoi defeated Starlight Kid. Whoa! Oh my God! Whoa, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the one that I was just like, "Oh my God, this is gonna happen." Yeah, so what? my pick to win, <laughs> Starlight Kid, limited first round. Hoof out of nowhere. Hoof. Now, don't get me wrong, not split. <laughs> I didn't fill out a bracket, so I was like, Haha, I knew what I was doing. I didn't know. Uh, there's nothing official. Um, but yeah, shocking. But this is why watching this live was so good. Because, like, you had, like, that, um, you, the, the, the heart was beating. You're like, oh my God, what's, which way are we going to go here? You know, she hits the, she hit the Black Tiger on the apron, kind of like the Wrath of Black Tiger. And then she just gets rolled off, like, not to point rolls through, rolls her legs off, and it's like everyone's like, whoa, because you know, no one expected Starlight Kid to lose this early. Um, really cool moment. Um, a little shocking, of course, because again, I really thought this was her time. Uh yeah. I guess when she won tag titles, I should have known. Yeah, that might be it, but still, but then it would it's, uh, then it would matter about if anyone eliminated Momo, maybe. Uh, but it would have but i don't know we'll get to that we'll get to that uh what the hell is happening in this tournament (laughs) so this this tournament uh, 10 minute time they must have been feeling the some big pressure because it's swerve territory here utami haishishida versus tam nakano ended in a draw so both get eliminated from the tournament 
Yeah. Um, Tommy Mariah and Ta- are, Tam out. Mariah is already in the quarterfinals because of this. So that's worth noting. Um, yeah. This match was good, by the way. Did you uh, see any of Tommy acting like Tam this week? No, I did not. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, she 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 went off the rails. <laughs> she's losing her mind. Uh, she, she's in she's she in Okada, Okada balloon territory. Yes, she did a little bit of that in this match, which was funny. But the match was uh, really these two have great chemistry. Great chemistry. We saw it at the five star final day. Um, I think this should all just lead to a special match between them because they have nothing else going on. These two, you know, they carried Stardom in twenty twenty one, and now they're eliminated. Yep. From the first round of the Cinderella tournament. Uh, really good match and good, smart draw to go with. Another shocker. Here we go. Second round. Moving now into the second round. Only, this is the only second round match from the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Sai Kamatani versus Micah ends in another draw. So both get eliminated. Yep. So just like that, Micah's gone. The Wonder Ooh. of Stardom champion, Sai Kamatani, I, is gone. I have four favorites going into this starter. Four. Like, probable winners two of them are now out gone see you later not happening and uh uh this was good as you'd expect out of these two um and we got the next wonder starting title match which michael was like listen i want the belt uh it's gonna happen in fukuoka which is her home town so big moment there and this is where I stirred the pot on Twitter. And I said, Sia comments. <laughs> said, Sia comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny because people got so mad, uh, especially Peps, poor Peps. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Did you say Sia Kamatani should like beat up Micah? And- no, I said Sia Kamatani is going to carry Micah to the best match for career. <laughs> I said the power of the golden phoenix, and then yeah, people were not happy. People were like, "Oh, terror!" One bad take from you, and I was like, "It's just too easy." I mean, (laughs) I know how much everyone loves Micah. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy to crush those dreams." Gotta gotta stir it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Listen, I love Micah's matches with Utami. I love him with Shuri. Like, just pay attention to the things I say. You know, I'm joking." But they also uh, are a great rivalry, and I wouldn't be shocked if they had each other's best career match either. That's so. also possible. Uh, going back to the first round, my Sakurai defeated Lady C. Oh, fuck. This is painful. Move on. <laughs> I would have thought Lady C would have won, but sure. Why uh, would you think that? Why would you think that? I don't know. Uh, just Lady C, I guess. Saya Ida defeated Rina. Saya going to have a run because she's facing my Sakurai next. Saida all the way. Saida all the way, baby. She's gonna like Hulk out. Unfortunately for her, she's on the tough side of the block. She's going. She's going to uh, with her back, just like break the back of the dress. That's true. That's true. Uh, Kagama defeated Fukigen Death. Fukigen Death uh, on her entrance video was uh, like cartoon cinderella body with that face on it get like a jpeg of her actual face uh yeah i think so i need to find it she she uh i don't know how i would find it um 
Jesus All right, Christ. I'm going to send it to you right now. Please. Yeah. Uh, uh, continue. The next match was Himika defeated Ruaka. I Himeka. sent it on count out. Um, yeah, Himeka's the clear favorite, I think, now. Uh, I think goes without saying. She was favorite. She was my number two favorite behind Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid's gone. Hameka just kind of has a clear path. Well, no, she doesn't. That's not that's not true at all. She has the she has the she has the complete opposite of clear paths, actually. She's gonna have to beat she has to one beat Shuri. <laughs> and then oh, you're looking at the image. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's fantastic. It's everything you could have ever dreamt of. Wow. It's fantastic. Never forget that uh after Nagi did like her like nude shoot with her titles, Fucking Death said she wanted to win uh the five star so she could do it. Perfect. Perfect. You're welcome for all of that. Uh Hazuki defeated uh Miu Amasaki. This was pretty good. Miu Amasaki's uh very solid already and hazuki has the intensity that she had in the momo match so uh she's gonna make a run as well i think it's down to hazuki and hameka as the two favorites um julia defeated tekla this is good you'll like it great you'll enjoy it uh yeah poor tekla she had to lose but she got dropped on her head backdrop driver oh julia just doesn't care if you're a friend or not she never will um, this was really good. Probably, probably the match of the first round. Um, Azume defeated Momo Watanabe. Another surprise. This was the um, this was the one I predicted to be the upset of the tournament, mm-hmm. or not the tournament of the first round. Yeah, it happened, and now we get Azumi versus Hazuki. So that'll be pretty sweet. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Shuri defeated Ami Sore. Yeah, there you go. Oh, really? Yeah, this was her debut. Uh, she looked, you know, she looked good. She yes, brought... there was a mystery person, right? Wasn't there on the bracket? Um, she well, she's the bodyguard. She was Shuri's ah, bodyguard yes. that was yes, revealed. And then she was like, "I won in the tournament, and I want to face you." And Shuri's like, "All right, okay, I don't lose. Fucking, let's go." Hey, scrub, uh, <laughs> are you my bodyguard? Down. She did bring her down to the limit. I think they got within the last minute, um, and then Shuri made her tap out because she's Shuri. That's what she does. But the most important part was after the match, Shuri said, all right, faction time, and she announced that their name is God's Eye. God's Eye. I think it's pretty badass. Like, she was like, yeah, we're just we're just God's Eye. Just We are the... We are the faction, and then with the swerve at the end, or the, not the swerve, I I thought this was the move to go with, Mirai joined the group, leaving Donna Del Mondo. Beautiful. And I think and Julio pretty much wanted to fucking kill her after. <laughs> there Perfect. was a post, they had like a press conference type thing, and Julio was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What are you doing? God, God, God. So uh, I'll go through this real quick. The remaining bracket, which... I don't think anyone was ready for. Uh, so the right side of the bracket. You listening, Ryan? Yes, I am. Right side of the bracket. Nagi Sayaka versus Nazi Poi. The winner goes to the semifinal. Because Saya and Micah went to a draw. Mm-hmm. 
Then we got Mayu Yotani versus Saki Kashima. You bet your ass Mayu Yotani's probably losing. <laughs> Saki Kashima's got a number. And Mariah's already that, in the quarter. She's quarterfinals. got that surprise pin thing. It sure feels like it's a Mirai final. I, it's starting to feel like that. Either her and Unagi uh, feels pretty definite. Mariah is a good person to have win this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she won't win probably, but I know that's okay. But she would. She, she would win. be a good person. I mean, that's the the problem is the dress has already been custom made for Saida, so you know. Uh, left side, Saida versus my Sakurai. <laughs> Julia versus Koguma. Hazuki versus Zumi and Shuri versus Hameka. As I said, that should be interesting. Hameka's probably still the favorite, but at the same time, Shuri. uh Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be excited to face Shuri. Yeah, no, I I think it's the also, you know, just also interesting because you have God's Eye versus versus, uh, Donadamundo right away. And that's the start and wrap up. Now we can go through the shit show that was WrestleMania. It was actually a lot of it. Um, yeah, no, let's move on from the uh, from that. It's we have 30 minutes to get to three hours. So let us all all aboard the 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 speed train as we talk about WrestleMania weekend, talk about the shows that we watched and some of the matches we enjoyed, some of the matches we didn't, and everything in between. Uh, Scotty, did you see Glory Pros Cemetery Gates, the first show of WrestleMania weekend? Nope. <laughs> uh, I did see it. Uh, <clears throat> I did see it. See it. Uh, the match, the show was, uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. What, 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 what was the best match? Best match. That's what we'll do. What was the best match from it if you watched it? Uh, best, you know, <laughs> this is going to surprise you. This might surprise you. Best match for me was the loser leaves the neighborhood match. Dan the dad versus Cody Lane. What did you just say to me? I said that Dan the dad probably had the best match in the show with a show that has Brian Keith, Josh Alexander, Davey Richards, Rocky Romero. I, I You know, it was a plunder match that was great cody lane is this beautiful flamingo salt where it's basically a lion salt but it's even more it's even better um this match was actually really good the no remorse core versus grindhouse is also good uh i was actually legitimately surprised of how much i enjoyed the alley catch versus laney luck submission match no get the fuck out of here no canceled done scotty you know how i feel about these about these people i i just want to point out i'm you telling convince, you they were good you, you you have to convince me to watch these shows there's <laughs> no way you're convinced me to watch this match you could have tell me it was five stars in your book i wouldn't watch it oh it all, was, right, all right i would i would it was I, it was like maybe two and a half maybe two and three quarters fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but it was way better than i thought it would be that's my did point. you watch everything I, w- I didn't watch everything. I watched this entire show, as in everything. No, but like, did you watch everything from no, WrestleMania? No, no, I'm still oh, watching okay. stuff. Uh, Me too. Uh, That's why I said hard cut. 
that's fair. What is it? Twelve thirty? Oh yeah, we got thirty minutes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so that was that was good. Uh, worst match on the show was the uh, United Glory Tag Team Title Four Way Match. You don't have to point out the worst. Where it was just not good. <laughs> unless it was a unless it was abomination, then you must. It, it was kind of an abomination. It was. It oh, was. It, it 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 really wasn't good. It was Did like it hit the dud level. I gave it. I think one and a half stars. Nah, that's not dud. That's it's pretty bad though. Um, yeah, you know, I, I had to give one and a half stars to like some stardom's Cinderella yeah. tournament, but that's just because they didn't have enough content. It was it was one of those matches where it had eight people and none of what they did worked with each other, and I also <laughs> had no idea who six of the people were. <laughs> and it was a lot of like, oh, this guy is a nightmare family dude. And it's like, okay, great. It's just, it's just <laughs> it didn't really work. Your 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 anger of okay, great. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I don't care, man. It's so bad. Uh Josh Barnett's Blood Sport 8. Did you see the show? I watched the entire thing. Me too. I watched this it live. The first show of WrestleMania weekend I watched. I did not watch it live. I was working. So I watched it when I got home. Uh, what was your favorite match from the show? Uh, Biff and Mox. Yeah, that match fucking ruled, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that ruled, that brother. Good. That was that match is good. Well, you know what they say. Biff still rules, baby. Biff is great. Biff is uh, he's one of my favorite indie guys now because he's like the definition of indie guy who just goes out there, yeah, gives a hundred percent every match he's in. Yeah, this was this was great. Moxie was great. Um, the blood from Biff Music. It was blood sport, baby. It was actual blood. They put um, the blood. It was blood funny because some blood sport matches just fucking suck. Fish thick. Some are just like grapple fuck. Like who gives? Yeah, a they're like grapple fucks from professional wrestlers. Like I don't want to watch that. No offense, but I don't want to watch that. Like Josh Barnett, I'll watch grapple because you know what? That's his thing. You know, I'm not gonna. Chris Dickinson anyway. Suzuki, great match. I'll watch that. Yeah, that was great too. That was great too. Um, you, yeah. Yui Amora versus Mike Bailey, good match. That was good too. Uh, I like that a lot, and I also like the uh, I like the ending of Ninja Mac versus Yoya. Just getting his ass beat the entire time, and the Ninja Mac's like, Fuck bang, this, bang. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. That was sick. But yeah, um, I really like the Jared Kratos Timothy Thatcher match. I really like that. That was match. pretty good. Too, I yeah. thought I, Jared Kratos was good. That was the Timothy Thatcher I've been wanting to see. Is is that NXT Timothy oh. Thatcher of like you know going out there and like being violent and stuff? Well, good news for you. Mm-hmm. That was his first match since NXT. So. Yeah. Well, and then I watched the second match of his that this weekend, and it was crap. So you know, it's sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Um, wow. Is there another match that you liked? Are there things from the show that you enjoyed? I think that's it. <laughs> what do you think of Johnny? Uh, Josh, what do, you, what do you think of Johnny Bloodsport? I don't need it. That was, I, uh, that was fun. I, uh, Simon I, Gotch is not good. I think I ended up skipping it actually because I saw Simon Gotch and what he was wearing, and I was like, "Nah." Triple uh, A invades WrestleCon. Have you? Did you see it? I watched two matches from this. What'd you see? I watched. Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Flamita. The AAA World Cruiserweight title three-way. That shockingly ruled. Not so shocked. I was about to say, shocking. Um, <laughs> because pretty... Triple Threat Lucha is always great, especially. Uh, and I, I can say that Flamita is like very hit or miss for me. But he was very, uh, he worked well in this match. Bandito and Laredo Kid are just nuts. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. And I also watched the main event, Psycho Clown and Black Tarus, which I popped at one point, but it wasn't for either of them. <laughs> really? What do you mean? What happened? I popped for Karen Jarrett. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, why oh, is yeah, she the, here? The big angle, the big angle. Yeah, yeah, poor Psycho Cloud. Uh, Psycho Cloud and Black Taurus had a good match too, though. Psycho Cloud's great. I love Psycho Cloud. I love me some Black Taurus. Black Taurus. Well, yeah, he's great too. He's he's obviously great. It's just, you know, he's wasted an impact. So, yeah, he is. I don't see it enough. I don't get to see Psycho Cloud all the time. So, anytime I do, yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, GCW's Joey Janela's Spring Break Six Part One. Did you see I it? I watched one match from this and I wish I did it. Can I take a guess? Yep. John Moxley versus AJ Gray. Yep. Yeah. This AJ match. AJ Gray's not good. This show was, not. This show wasn't good. I believe it. I saw the rest of the card. That's why I didn't watch it. Um, I don't think AJ Gray is all that good. Uh, I thought the match was slow as dirt. Yeah. It just. See. AJ Gray did, has been doing good work in West Coast Pro. West Coast Pro is better than GCW, so that's not a shock. Am I wrong? No, you're not. The best match on this entire card was probably the Blake Christian AR Fox match, which, you know. That sounds right. Sounds right. Um, Shout out AR Fox. The, can I talk about the GCW tag, tag match that opened the show? Go for it. Jay Mark Briscoe. Versus second gear crew Mance Warner Matthew Justice versus Nick Gage. Matt Tremont's not there for whatever reason. Nick, wait, time out. Nick Gage wrestled this weekend? Yeah. Just that match. Well, did he actually wrestle or did he just show up? Well, he wrestled. He did do some stuff. But that was the only match he wrestled in the entire weekend. Did he win? No. Matt okay. Tremont, Matt Tremont was not there. His tag partner was right not there. Halfway through the match. Slade came out of nowhere and helped Nick Gage to he gave Nick Gage a pizza cutter or whatever. Slade came out, pulled a pizza cutter out of his own pocket, and they just cut open uh Mance Warner a bunch. Um and then they still lost. The Briscoes the, Bris- <laughs> the Briscoes won the titles. It, the match stunk. Wait a minute, so they gave the titles back to the Briscoes? Yes, the titles are back on the Briscoes. I'm so happy they did what they did at World on GCW. That, uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. This, so I saw someone on Twitter say this that that this between this, so remember what you and I said about the Hammerstein show? That was terrible. That everyone, <laughs> all the GCW fans, and everyone in the GCW fandom, and all these independent fans were saying that this show. That Hammerstein show was to set up Spring Break as the big show. LOL. But this was the big show. And and the only match I think that had any sort of connective tissue with the other matches were this tag team match, which didn't match him. I wasn't there and it stunk. Uh, It was a lot of plunder. I feel like. Some people probably liked it, but I it wasn't that good. It's the worst rated match on this on this cage match rating. Got a four point five out of ten. <laughs> That's what two and a quarter stars. Uh, we're not. Uh, you and, know and the only other match that got any okay. sort of stuff was the GCW. A- oh no, no, I'm not done. 
The only other match that got any sort of connective tissue from that, the show that they said was setting up this show, from the Hammerstein show that was setting up this show, the only other match that had any storyline or anything was John Wade Murdoch versus Alex Cologne, which had a worked angle, I think, or shoot, I think it was worked, of Alex Cologne hurting his arm and just having a out-of-nowhere John Wayne Murdoch beats him beats him because uh, his arm hurt and he can't do anything, and then John Wayne Murdoch. It was like a sudden, like, abrupt ending, and John Wayne Murdoch wins. So it was like, yeah. oh, and that match was kind of just not great, and that was the main event. What I was going to say was we don't have to have a hard end if we're just going to shit on matches because I'm all game for that. I think that's our best content. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that. This, it sucked. It the sucked. world on GCW was a failure. And let's move on. If if they've reached their ceiling and these two are the biggest shows and they both were not good guys. Let's I mean, be, let's John be let us, their world. Show. Let's be honest, please. I don't know this wasn't who good. the hell's going to beat John Moxley. I have no idea. Uh, I'm just going to imagine Tony Khan's going to be like, no, nope, you can't be in the GCW anymore. That'll be it. Um, Wrestle Con, Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show. Did you see it? Hell yeah, I did. This was um, one of the more exciting shows on the weekend. Yeah, on paper, definitely. Playing yeah. out, you know. <laughs> there, were two, there were two good, really good matches. Um, What'd you like? I really like, okay, I really like Bandito versus Mike Bailey, which I had no doubt I would really like. That one ate the shoot $5,000 bounty for best yeah, match. Which, as they should have, because it was easily the best match on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the uh, trios match. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yes, two best matches. Team Impact was cool. Team Impact was really fun. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought they were. I, I, I got to say this every time we talk about Impact. I don't give a shit. Um, Ace Austin, so good. Yep. He's so good. Yep. He's awesome. Uh, Josh Alexander was good. I mean, I know that it was originally Jonathan Gresham, but I thought going Team Impact was good. I Michael Oku was great. Josh Alexander was a good replacement. Was a great replacement, especially oh, for absolutely. this for this style of match. Great replacement. Yeah, it fit really well. Uh, Michael Oku was great. Ray Horace was great. Laredo Kid was great. Everyone was great. It was a really good match. I loved it. I loved it. Um, some people said it was the match of the show. I disagree. I think Bandito versus Mike Bailey was just the very fantastic. Very it, close. yeah, it was. It was. But the, the thing with uh, Bandito and. Uh, Mike Bailey is just like that was if I'm gonna watch indie wrestling, that's what I want. The I also thought the Suzuki Biff Busick match was pretty good. Yes, yes. Biff Busick, that that crazy mofo after that John Moxie match was like, okay, give me Suzuki. <laughs> uh a couple questions for you. What do you think of Mia Yim and her return? Uh, uh yeah. could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been Willow versus Mercedes Martinez. That's true. That's true. I thought it this was, was better. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Ishii Thatcher match was not good. Disappointment. Uh, it's disappoint- uh, disappointment. It was good, but it was disappointing. It was fine. Yeah, dirt- what do you, you a- think of the Dirty Dishes match? I thought it was very Lucha Underground. Yeah. <laughs> very Lucha Underground. It was very Lucha Underground, but also like. It, it was funny. It was. I liked the idea behind it. I mean, they probably had fun with it too. So, no, no harm, no foul. The ten uh, man tag team match stunk. 
I didn't watch it. <laughs> Jimmy Wang Yang, though, he needs to get a contract, dude. The guy can still go legitimately. I, I saw, I watched the entrances to see who was in the match, and then I stopped. That's fair. Nope. And then I fast forward to Dango and Summer Rae dancing accidentally. Yeah, that was, was, like, that was, uh, they, the other team wins the match. And then Onita missed Dango after the match. Oh, no, to, for the finish, he missed Dango. Um, and then after the match, he missed Jimmy Wang Yang out of nowhere and then beats the crap out of him and throws him into the crowd. Just like legitimately like beats the crap out of him for no reason whatsoever. Leatherface was also here, by the way. Leatherface, Leatherface, Chainsaw, he was there with Onita. Uh, and then and then Dango's just like in the ring, like what the hell was it? Like legitimately he's like, the fuck was that? And then uh and then Summer Rain comes out. It's just like what the hell is happening? Yeah, I don't know. And then Whatever. and then I already t- already spoke of my thoughts about Briscoe's versus homicide and Loki. The, the disappointing main event. Cause like on paper, you're like, oh, this could be pretty good, but those two dinks spent the entire time yelling and being idiots. Mm-hmm. Not the Briscoe's fault. Yep. Yep. GC- Moving on. GCW Planet Death. <laughs> did you watch the show? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I did not. I did not also watch the show. I should say, and I think that's a good point here, uh, is that uh, you know we're giving our sort of like pithy thoughts, very quick thoughts about all this stuff. But Independent Waters, one of the uh, podcasts on the yes. Counter Network, they are going to have three episodes this upcoming week, this week actually, where they're going to be talking to a bunch of people in the Countout family who watched different shows. They're going to cover a bunch of the collective weekend shows like Planet Death for the Culture. Cemetery Gates is going to be covered. Uh, they're going to be wa- talking about a bunch of them uh, every single day. Oh, not every day this week, but three days of this week. I don't remember what days those were. But uh, Independent Waters with Mikey and Zach, they will be uh, going in depth with all the GCW Collective shows. So stay tuned for that. So you'll definitely see like Lauren, uh, host of Your Just Death, talk about Aren't you on it? I am. I'm going to be talking about For the Culture. Um, which oh. Is, yeah, which I thought was a pretty good show. Um, oh. But uh, oh. uh, let's talk about the next one. LA Fights versus JCW. Did you see the show? I do want to. Okay, so I just want to say like, this show wasn't part of WrestleMania weekend, but I did watch Impact on Access TV. It's the main event, which mm-hmm. was Jay White and Chris Bay versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Highly recommend. Go check it out. Uh, uh, JCW versus LA Fights. Yes. I watched one match. And? Can you guess it? Can you guess it? Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You're going to guess it. You know. You uh, know. It uh, takes two seconds to find the name. Nick Wayne versus Marcus Mathers. Damn it. No. Oh, was it Jack Cartwheel versus Alec Price? Yeah. Yeah. It could yeah have, I think, I, sure. to be fair, I think that could have been on either way. Yeah, that's fair. I'm a big Alec Price guy, even though Nick Wayne's great, too. Uh, All four of those guys are really good. Yeah. Jack Cartwheel's good, and Mar- Marcus Mathers is good, too. Um, yeah. So I watched that match. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I think this was the second time I've seen Cartwheel. Oh, by the way. Well, uh, we're going to talk about, I don't know when this match happened. One second. Pause. We're hold. Holding. We're holding. Hold. Hold, holding for a helicopter. Uh, hold. When did this match happen? Ain't nobody makes me feel good. I have no idea when this match happened. Oh, okay. Um, When did this happen? What is he talking about? Oh, this happened last week. I watched. So there was a match. Uh, from Blitzkrieg Pro, mm-hmm. 
on March 25th. It was Alec Price versus Mike Bailey. That shit rocked. Definitely go watch that. I will watch that. That's the Blitzkrieg yeah, Pro, pretty- you said? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's on, uh, I think it's on independent uh, wrestling TV or whatever the fuck it's called. All right. Uh, for the culture, I won't talk about it because I'll be talking about it on Independent Waters, like we I said. I didn't watch it. But you didn't watch it. So, one of my thoughts on for How the did the Hitmakers look? That's what I need to know. Uh, good. Didn't they? Really? I'll talk about well, it more. Ashanti's actually good. I'll talk about it more on Independent Waters this week. So, go definitely. Should go I watch it? You know? Did yeah. Swerve show up? No, it's fucking, of course. No, not. I'm not watching it. Uh, <laughs> New Japan Strong's Lone Star Shootout. Did you watch the show? I did. I not. did. I, I missed the tag, but I watched everything else. The eight man tag. Yeah, I missed the tag, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to go back and watch it. <laughs> I so I I want to know what your even favorite... though Yu was not he was in it. What was your favorite match? And I definitely have a question for you. <laughs> um, I think I don't know. The last two matches ruled. Um. And Jay White, Mike uh, Bailey, and Ishii and Chris Dickinson. Yeah, they were both great. Uh, Dickinson was awesome in this. Um, Ishii was great. Ishii actually like fell like Ishii in this match, unlike the one with the uh, Thatcher. Um, That's good. That's good. That's definitely. I think good. I favor White and Bailey though. All right, that's fair. Jay White's great. He's so good. And Mike Bailey. I want. I, I I talked about Mike Bailey all weekend. So yeah. Um, how was Killer Cross? Not bad, really. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I went into this like I went into this with an open mind. Oh, uh, by the way, Ren Narita and Rocky Romero was solid too. Um, went into this with an open mind because I was like, okay, Mister Cross here. <laughs> he has like the fit. <laughs> The best part is he got you know destroyed by Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> so match, I was like, match oh. was sub ten minutes. Yeah, it was it was it was very uh, to the point. He had some good trade offs. Didn't do any. He didn't do anything too ridiculous and theatrical. Um, he just kind of went in there and wrestled and you know traded off. He was fine. He was not bad. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, what everyone dreaded. In NXT, <laughs> he was fine, and it helps. It helps when you have Suzuki in there; like you have no other choice but to trade with him. And they traded chops, which was fun. Did Did Killer Cross live up to the New Japan standard? Fuck no! Come on, yeah. now. I, what do you mean New Japan standard? New Japan strong standard or New Japan stand? A New Japan strong standard, I guess. Yeah, I think you could fit in. All right. Do you think he'll get a call back? I heard that uh, Minoru Suzuki called him a young boy and then gave him a pile driver. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Suzuki just was like, fuck you, bitch. Uh, yeah, he'll probably get a call back. GCW, Gringo Locos, The World on Lucha. Did you see the show? I did not. I still have not. I need to watch it. I, I need to. Okay, I'm only watching the trios match and then Psycho Clown versus Dr. Wagner. What about AR Fox versus Ninja Mac? Thought about it, watched Ninja Mac get squashed, and I was like, you know what? I've had enough Ninja Mac this week. In, speaking of Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling multiverse of matches. Did you, I watched I, the first two matches, haven't got to finish the rest. I watched the entire show. Um, um, the X Division match sucked. 
Yeah, it was it was ultimate, fine. I think it was ultimate fine. X was a letdown. That's yes, what it was. That's ultimately what happened. Just let my boy Chris Bay win. <laughs> also, the end was stupid. Yeah. Vincent just pulling down Jordan Grace and be like, yeah, you can win Trey Miguel. I was like, what the fuck? And it feels very much like the because you're married to Jonathan Gresham. That seems like something they would do. Yeah. On, on a more impact storyline. It's like, ah, just whatever. Ugh. Mike Bailey versus I, Alex Shelley was really good. I'm not shocked. Uh, I thought it was actually better than Chris Saban versus Jay White, and that was also good. I not thought shocked. I thought Deanna Peraza versus Fabi Apache was pretty good, too. Oh, it's Fabi Apache? Yeah, yeah. I'm not watching. Uh, and Tom- <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Edwards was really good, dude. Honestly? We got Noah, Eddie Edwards? <laughs> we, got, we got New Japan Ishii. Like, oh, shit. Like, I thought this was really good. I- How many stars did you give it? Three and three quarters, but I thought this is the be- I thought that was the be- best match on the show. Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited! I'm excited for those three matches. It, it, um, it was three singles. It was a it was a welcome surprise because I was like I did not expect Ishii to be as good as he is. And, and Eddie match. Edwards was good too. Eddie Edwards was also good. It definitely felt like it Which felt was more it, my worry. It felt like they told Ishii that Eddie Edwards is in Noah, and he was like, "Oh, Noah, New Japan, we're doing that right now." And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll be the serious." I need it. GCW Joey Janela Spring Break Part Six. Um, no, 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 no. Did you not watch the main event? I did watch the main event. I, brothers I, versus. I had nothing to say about it. Well, they had that great match earlier in the night. I didn't expect them to go out there and have a barn burn. Who won? Uh, the Good Brothers. I hate wrestling. <laughs> the Div. <laughs> uh, GCW Joey Janela Spring Break 6 Part 2. The greatest clusterfuck. Did you see this? Um, I have a couple matches written down. I want to watch Biff versus Tony Deppin. So you did and... not see it is what you're saying. No, I didn't. I, I, did, not, watch... I did not see it either. I might I, watch Dickinson versus Cardona. I was gonna try I, to watch this show, and then I watched Spring Break Part One, and I was like, you know what? I'll I'm, I'll I'll pass. I'll watch it later. I have some sick interest in Minoru Suzuki versus Effie. Me too. Me too. I hope it was good. Um, I just hope it was Minoru Suzuki crushing him like the young boy he is. Like uh, he there's only class. one comment on Cage Match, and the person gave it five five out of ten. Well, it's a traditional show, transitional show for me. Transitional? From what to what? Better than better than one before. Good the first two singles matches anyway. That's English. Well, to be fair, it's a German website, so it could be translation. That's true. That's true. Did you see Sean Ross Sapp in the clusterfuck? Uh, I saw the clip of Denise low-blowing him yeah get the get the both of them i want to i want to see both of them kick the curb i've had i don't want to see them in my wrestling go denise was on uh ring of honor no well yes but no she was on one of the wwe evils i watched yes the randy orton one yeah i think she was i think she said she did a couple yeah she did she did another one too but uh, i don't know if uh if anyone watches that can someone just to confirm to me how terrifyingly interesting it was that randy orton showed us how he got in the zone like live on camera it was insane he like so he like puts his head down because he said he lets all the blood rush to his head yeah 
and then he like tenses up and like he was it, he like transformed he was just like sitting there like yeah you gotta do this and then he goes and then he's like uh, you see it in the like commercial that they show for the series mm-hmm. where he's doing that it's terrifying i was like man that's the heel of my childhood right there hell yeah i like randy i know a lot of people are low on randy and don't like randy i like randy WrestleCon USA versus the world. Did you see the show? I did not. Not yet, but I really want to. It looked it looked good. There's a person on here named Jessica Troy that I saw some good reviews about. And I also saw good reviews about the main event. The Michael o- Rachel uh Rachel Lowry, who yeah. I like a lot. Uh, the main event was Rev Michael Rev Pro Undisputed Cruiserweight title match, Michael Oku versus Rich Swan. I want to see. That. I'm really excited for War Horseman versus Bandito and Ray Horse. Me too. NXT Stand and Deliver, a little show that happened this weekend as well. I watched the entire thing. Me too. Uh, Thoughts on anything? It surpassed my questionable expectations. Um, Thoughts on anything? I thought the ladder match was good plunder. Good plunder. Good plunder. Enjoyed the plunder. I loved that instead of Sangria... Uh, you know, instead of collapsing the ladder, he just put his arms out and held it like that. Like he just, <laughs> and he just looked uncomfortable and weird. I was like, come on, man. No one holds the ladder like that. Why are you doing that? Yeah, that's weird. Um, Solo Cohen took some bumps in this. He took that crazy uh, sunset power bomb Yo. onto the ladder. That was <laughs> nuts. Uh, Santos Escobar is so good, yes. by the way. I, he was a star in this. I think people forget how good he is. Like he was yeah, phenomenal absolutely. in Lucha Underground. Yeah, his um, his his uh, tope, mm-hmm. Sosita, phenomenal. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's like the best. it's like right there with Darby. It's it's the best. Him and Darby, I would love to see them wrestle. Yeah. Oh my they're god, that match would be really good. Holy shit! They're, they're <laughs> just like absolute rockets. Uh, Grayson Waller fucking killed himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like I I watched it. I was like, he just didn't hit anything. He just hit the ladder and died. He hit the uh, dirt. Tough. Uh, Carmelo Hayes didn't do much. No, I thought I thought that was interesting. Um, and Cameron Grimes to the moon. Hell yeah, that That's was a cool title. moment. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa apparently is done. Sad. I have no idea what he's done with. <laughs> Don't know either. What's happening? Triple H came out. Um, and sad. Good moment though. Happy he got that moment because uh, he's the last one. Yeah, he's he is somehow the he, last one. He does feel like the last one, doesn't he? Yeah, he is the last one. Maybe it's, e, it's, maybe maybe EO. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yes, but no. Champa Champa definitely Champa definitely. Yeah. EO's we, uh, EO got fucking pinned. I want to. Uh, I, was, I was about to say, hold on. MSK win the titles. I thought the match that was, was pretty good. good. The women's title match. I thought this stunk, except for Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Oh really? I didn't. Oh, I thought it was good because of them. I thought it was better than I expected. Um, the other two did pretty much nothing. No, that's what, that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is Io Shirai oh, and Kaylee okay. Ray were great. Uh, the well, they were great, so like it yeah. made the match good. And the other match, um, the other match, they like half. I, you're you're saying it half uh, half full. I'm saying it half empty. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, Io Shirai got pinned, and I wanted to fight a person. <laughs> I wanted to get up and drive to Dallas and just. Tell Shawn Michaels to go fuck himself. <laughs> I wanted to do the same. And thing. I like Shawn Michaels. I wanted to do the same thing regarding Gunther. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I tweeted exactly how I felt about this. I said, this man has lost 
his he's lost his smile. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dead man walking. They you took would... his song away. They took his name away. They took his fucking everything. He has no soul left. He stinks. You and I talked about this the moment he showed up in NXT. And yeah. that first takeover that we reviewed, I said that, you know, when he showed up, you look back on the tapes, folks. When he showed up, I said that he is now just a guy. He has become yeah. just a guy. If you need even more proof, just a guy. If you need even more, if you need more proof, they change his name to Gunther and he, and he wins this match and changes fucking thing. This match, by the way, first of all, they change his name, they change his theme song. And then this match, he's the underdog working from underneath. He's Walter. (laughs) What is he doing? Why is he working underneath against L.A. Knight? Why is he doing that? I like L.A. Knight. Also, Um, who in what world do you think Walter versus Eli Drake would be a phenomenal match? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's where the match uh, this was probably Walter's worst. This is definitely Walter's worst uh, takeover pay per view. Walter whatever. was one of my favorite wrestlers, dude. Now he sucks. Well, now he doesn't exist. He's a guy. He's just a fucking dude on the roster. I don't even think there. he's that. I think he's just like he's not special. Ghost. He's not. Spe- they killed his aura. Uh, something. Yeah. The, I the, mean, when I heard the theme song, I was like, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> the the you know the indescribable it. That that Walter has, they found a way to get rid of it, and they do. They neutered I, him. They neutered it with Tony Storm. They neutered it with him. They do have a bunch of people where they have it, the thing that makes them popular, and they're like, "Fuck that, change your thing, become a fucking useless blob." Well, not everyone can be Cody Rhodes, so that's tough. Dolph Ziggler, Braun Breaker. Um, I thought the, I actually liked the match for the most part. Um, of course, the ending is like the you know the huge talking point. Um, I saw a lot of people angry, and I was like, "Well, I'm assuming this means Braun Breaker is not long for NXT anymore." Yeah, that's my um, assumption. Which they probably were like, okay, well now we have to switch plans because I'm 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 sure the plan was to have Dolph lose. Yeah. And then Vince must have saw him on that one episode of Raw. He's like, where's this man been my whole life? Get him up here. Um, which I honestly, I agree with. I mean, listen, listen. People are like, oh, well, he's, he's green. He's not going to fucking learn anything down there, okay? He's not going to learn anything new. Just put him, feed him to the dogs. He'll thrive. He'll be fine. The dirty dogs. Literally. Um, Dolph Ziggler revitalized. Good for him. He had the... Uh, he had the trunks, which I popped for because I was like, oh, this is when I used to love Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still he's Dolph Ziggler still can be good. Yeah. Um, which I I thought he worked pretty well. Uh, you know, I could do without the interference and whatnot, but it got Braun to lose. And Braun looked like a beast. Also, the spears, come on. Ooh. I I um real quickly, uh, it's 1234, so we gotta finish up real quick. I nailed it. Um uh I Oh shit! Oh shit! What was it? Oh, on 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 my match ratings, every single Dolph Ziggler NXT match I've rated three and a quarter stars. That's good consistency, though. Better than Cody. Better than the three star general. (laughs) 
the last the last two real quickly i don't think either of us probably watched it effie's big gay brunch i did not see it no i didn't watch uh mission pro wrestling bangers only i don't think either of us watched it no i didn't watch um uh, uh so that's it that's it for this show <laughs> Uh, we're not going right, to do, do we're, not, wanna... we're not going to do match of the weeks. Obviously. I got one. I got one. Really? I got one. Really? Yeah. Brian Danielson versus Wheeler, Utah. Now I got to have a match of the week. If you have, that was great. It was the only one that we hadn't talked about in any form. All right. Well, let me come up with one real quick as you Naito versus uh Sabre Jr. Don't give out more. I need to come up with one. Uh, well, that was the only other one I could think of. Uh, uh well, we also reviewed that last week. So that's fine. Uh, Plug some stuff as I look this up. Uh, follow me at Scotty Wrestling. You can check out my uh, WrestleMania weekend diary that I've been posting. That's been fun. You can watch me free, literally freak out in real time uh, talking about Cody Rhodes. I did the whole adrenaline in my soul. Holy shit, it's Cody Rhodes thing. Like, that was cool. Um, yeah, uh, you can see how I felt about all the matches I've watched so far. Why I thought WrestleMania was great. Well, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania can still go downhill tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can, uh, you know, follow me for all my stardom takes and wrestling takes and takes on takes and <laughs> takes on me. takes. Yeah. Uh, my Madeline in my soul. Holy shit, it's Cody Rhodes. Do it all to get them off their feet. Crowd is here, about to blow. Ready for me to start the show. Are you ready? <laughs> My match of the week is... Wow! <laughs> My father said when I was younger... Sorry, go ahead. If I start talking, we just hard. <laughs> you took it all away. I give it all away. Take my freedom. My match of the week for was from AW Rampage, episode thirty-five. Matt Nick Jackson versus Dante Darius Martin. Uh, that match is fantastic. Top uh, top flighter, fantastic. Uh, top so flighter, good. top notch. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Have have we done top flight versus FTR? Okay. Say yeah. <laughs> if if not, then you better say yeah. Uh God damn, I can't wait. Uh yeah. So we'll be back. Okay, next, bye. We'll be back next week. Uh next I don't know. week's episode is gonna be so boring compared to these last two. I don't know. It'll be two hours, thank God. I'm so oh, hyper drives next week or whatever the fuck it's called. Hyper battle. Hyper battle, hyper battle, hyperbolic. Well, next week we'll also be previewing Battle of the Belts two in Windy City Riot. Pretty good. Oh, that's fun. That's pretty fun. Uh, so we'll see you all next. When's week. the next terminus so I can fall asleep thinking about it? <laughs> Haven't announced yet. <laughs> they Haven't announced it. They're doing. They're doing that. not terminus, but another thing called rap battle, whatever, or something. Is Max Caster on it? Yes, actually, legitimately. Uh, they're doing a thing called uh Battle <laughs> Slam. Ven- it's Battle Slam Vendetta, where pro wrestling and hip hop collides. So it's gonna be hip hop guys and also pro wrestler like Janai Kai, wrestler. Adam Priest, uh Queen Amanada. It's basically Terminus Three, but it's a different thing called Battle Slam Vendetta, and it has, n- and it has none of the, it has none of the Terminus stuff. 
Wrestling was a mistake. Max Castro will be there. And the show. Pastor Troy, <laughs> whoever that is. Uh, we we'll went see. three hours and six minutes. And the show. You were the one singing Cody Rhodes. I was the one trying to finish up the show, and you elongated it, man. Well, you know why. Why? I got adrenaline in my soul. This has been a Countout Podcast.